the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingalls studio. And welcome into an overreaction Monday here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400 we're heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, and join us in the chat. Everything went just as expected over the oh, weekend. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, it was a good weekend for me. I felt like hell froze over because I won the fantasy contest. You didn't mean to. You were the first winner. <laughs> You're the first person to ever finish first in one contest and dead last in the other. Bingo. That's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Like and I feel it. like that'll never be touched again. Nope. nope. We got two contests. I finished number one in one. And, and number last in the other. last in the other one. Oh, such is, such is life. Hey, uh, my team got the ugliest win in the history of the NFL. Let's go. Mm-hmm. New York Giants had nine less passing yards than Tank and I did. And had to cheat to do it, too. It's crazy. Just crazy. Can't spot your own ball. What are you talking about? Well, if the official would waddle his fattus in there and <laughs> spot it himself, we wouldn't have to do that. We wouldn't have to do that. Hey, maybe, uh, maybe we make the officials pass a physical fitness exam. Cause I saw old, 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 old chunkster running down. Oh God, God, my pay was doing that fat guy thing. Oh, I forgot my belt. My yep. pants are falling. Yep. They're all going to see my tushy. Just um, do it yourself. Yep. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Congratulations to the Carolina Panthers for getting their first win. You're welcome. The Frank Reich era. You're welcome. Oh. But that's not really the story of the day. No. Is it? No, it's not. What about old Brock Ebenezer Purdy? <laughs> Ebenezer? He was awful scroogey to me yesterday. But he threw for 300 Watch the film. It's out on him. It almost looked to me at times like Cincinnati knew the play before it was even run. Mm-hmm. And all those, those, hey, look, he's throwing so on time. And they're, 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 they're these perfect throws where he just knows where the receiver will be. Yeah, weird. That stopped happening. Yep. Hmm. An anticipation throw. That's, uh, that seems to have fallen out of the playbook. You know why? Because teams have figured it out put it on his shoulders mm-hmm. and he can't beat us nope uh he was a backbreaker yesterday well yesterday the back-to-back he... interceptions was was killer uh-huh. he uh, pushed the ball down the field and then when he had to win it he couldn't do it mm-hmm. that's all i've ever tried to say about him is you keep telling me he's an mvp but anytime it's heaped on him it's a big grumper in the punch bowl which is a perfect time for me to break jokester took a poop in it okay <laughs> boom I, you know i told a lot of people i had that button they said when you when you when the time is right you'll know yep and they were right yep i did brock purdy is the is the poo in the punch bowl is that what you're saying well, it's not, look, 49ers well anyway? in terms of 
what where am I putting the blame here? I'm gonna say it's twenty percent block Brock Purdy. Twenty percent Brock Purdy. Uh-huh. Eighty percent your defense is nowhere near as good as you think it is. They've given up almost seven hundred yards passing in the last two weeks against Kirk Cousins and Joe Burrow. Look, Brock's a problem. Brock's a problem, but he's a problem that can be mitigated. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're not getting home to quarterbacks with the uh, the amount of your cap that is specifically spent to get after quarterbacks, the fact you're not doing that and your secondary apparently forgot how to play football, that's a big old problem. It's real uncomfortable in that meeting with Steve Wilkes. Uh, yeah, here's how that meeting should go. Steve, buddy, um do you know a trade by any chance because you shouldn't be here anymore this scheme does not work this way Mm -hmm. and if you remember i said that the day they hired him of there is something very strange that you have a defensive a defensive meeting room here that's worked so well and you just brought in a coordinator that doesn't do what you do that doesn't make any sense to me. And guess what? It didn't bear itself out for the first five weeks of the year. Mm-hmm. It didn't because you beat the Steelers and the Rams and the Giants and the Cardinals and you beat the absolute Heber jeebers out of the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to talk about them later. Mm-hmm. Four of those teams aren't good. Four of those teams aren't good. You beat the Cowboys. You take that Cowboy win out. What have you done that's supposed to impress me in any way? Yeah. You're not wrong. What have you done that is supposed to impress me in any way? Your leading rusher yesterday was Brock Purdy. And do you know why? Because teams have figured it out. Hey, when Christian McCaffrey's hitting on all cylinders and you've got Debo and you've got Iuk and, and everything's hunky-dunky, they're really difficult to beat. When you make them one-dimensional and that one dimension is is little cherub two Brock Purdy, not so, not so good. Little cherub two. He's cherub two. He's now Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson is Jr. cherub one. Uh, Brock Purdy is cherub two. Okay. It's a major problem for San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You've got a major problem if you can't score points. But the number mm-hmm. one thing you've been hanging your hat on is that defense and how terrifying that pass rush is, and it makes every quarterback uncomfortable. Well, it damn sure didn't make uh, Brock or uh, uh, Kirk Cousins uncomfortable last week, and hasn't made joe burrow uncomfortable uh we have our first one of these of the day i'm your huckleberry it's from our buddy soaring eagle he said let's just get this out of the way the starting quarterback for the san francisco 49ers has to be sam Darnold, or this is just another lost season i don't think you're wrong Mm -hmm. i got crucified for saying that sam is more talented than brock purdy he is that's not debatable is he a better fit for this offense i don't know that's why i was so excited about seeing Darnold in this offense against cincinnati yeah because I wanted to see what it looks like. Because I don't think you can get to the point where you go, oh, we're going to Sam unless Brock gets hurt. That's the problem. That's what happens when you win all these games in a row and everybody makes him out to be something that he's not. That's the biggest problem that an NFL team can face is perception. Mm -hmm. Because when perception and reality don't meet up, you get these excised expectations. So 49er fans see you go 5-0. We're the best team in the NFL. You and I were sitting here going, yeah, they're the best team, but there are some things about this that this could go horribly awry if you're not careful when it first chimed up was the injuries 
oh, you take away all the weapons, and now Brock has to do it himself, throwing to Jawan Jennings and Ray Ray McLeod. Yep. That's not going to work. Well, the weapons aren't gone. You, you still have Brandon Ayuk. You still have Christian McCaffrey. You still have uh, George Kittle. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. There was no point yesterday where I looked at that and went, Cincinnati is not the better team on this field. Mm-hmm. For 60 solid minutes, it was as obvious as the incredibly large nose, nose on my face. Yes. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you do to combat it? Um, you're going to have to dial back Brock Purdy. You're going to have to get the running game going because I hate to break this to you. You play the Jacksonville Jaguars after the bye. So you got a week of get right. Mm-hmm. You got to go to Jacksonville. And if you're not careful, you're going to be five and four. Then you play the Bucks, which should be an easy, pretty easy win for you. Mm-hmm. Two against the Seahawks and the Eagles. Do I need to say it or can you infer it yourself? This is a team that if you're not careful, if you're not careful, will be sitting somewhere in the neighborhood of seven and seven, having to make a late season push to make the playoffs. Yeah. And I know that sounds like an overreaction. It's overreaction Monday. It's what we do. Mm -hmm. It's not. You've lost three in a row, and that should be very alarming. At which the the rate that you're doing it and what you're giving up in order for that, because you do have to face Trevor Lawrence next week. Well, you've got five games left with the Jaguars, Seahawks twice, Eagles, and Ravens. Mm -hmm. I will definitively tell you right now, all five of those are not just losable games. You will be a dog in every one of them if something doesn't change. Mm-hmm. That team will lose all five of them. And that, if you win out the string, puts you at 9-8 and eight on the road having to go to Seattle or Detroit or Philly. Yeah. That's not going to go your way. Mm-mm. Scale of 1 to 10, your... your fear rate right now your panic meter on the san francisco 49ers is what seven i'm higher than that are you are you full on i'm full 10 full i'm full 10 i'm not sure not only am i not sure you win this division i'm starting to think that i was right in the offseason the best team in this division is seattle seahawks Mm -hmm. they can win multiple different ways san francisco beat you one way they have to get Christian McCaffrey going. You have to get behind. The Hellhounds have to get home, and that g- grossly overrated secondary has to not be exposed. That's their path. Anything gets in the way of that, they're not the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Their good is 1A. Their bad is 10. Just another mediocre San Francisco team that will go into the playoffs and get beat. Yep. On the other side of that game, Is it untoward of me to say, I'm not sure Cincinnati's not the best team in the AFC? They're not going to be the one seed. No. You got behind the eight ball because you started so slow. Mm-hmm. But I'll say the same thing about Cincinnati that I just said about San Francisco. Their good is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, they were humming on all cylinders. Yeah. And that's great that you're humming on all cylinders. And but I feel that way about a lot of teams. I don't. I do. I, I feel don't. like everybody at their high side Who's good can be a theirs? championship game. Who's good is better than their team? Who's good mm-hmm. is better than Cincinnati? Who's good is better than what you saw on the road yesterday against San Francisco mm. in the AFC? 
If you say Kansas Chiefs. City, I'm going to laugh you out of this room. Yeah, I would say the Chiefs are good you see that? better. When, when have you seen that? When, when have you seen the they're good that would beat that Cincinnati years. team? I don't. I, I could give a damn about what they did the last four years. I'm talking about this year. Mm-hmm. The team that just went into Denver and got their brains beat out by quite possibly the worst offensive team in the league. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen their good look like that in this season. And if you tell me you have, I'm going to ask you where. They have skirted by and beaten every team in close games. I haven't seen them put their foot on somebody's head the way that Cincinnati did yesterday against mm-hmm. against San Francisco. Okay, let alone it be a good team. I don't think Kansas City's good is even in the ballpark. Now they're more consistent. They are more consistently the team that I have seen, which is why they've been one of the power rankings for me for two weeks. Okay, Miami, mm-hmm. that one's debatable, but man, they're good. Seems to always happen against bad teams. Yep. In Philadelphia. Oh, we're only doing the AFC. Excuse I, me. I, I'll, I'll give you Philadelphia. I don't agree with you. Really? Okay. Where have you seen their good? You mean when they were down 17-3 to to the Commanders yesterday? Yeah, it wasn't great. How good's your good? Cincinnati mm-hmm. has the best good in the NFL. Yeah. Can you do it for 17 games? I don't know. But you have one completely indefensible receiver. Jamar Chase, I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's Sauce Gardner. I, I do not care who you put on the other side of him. He's going to destroy them. Mm-hmm. And now that Jer- J- that Joe Burr is is back to what he is supposed to be, I'm not sure they're not my one. Hmm. You got T. Higgins going to some degree yesterday, and you got Joe Mixon going. I'll agree with you. I mean, there are games where everything comes together and everything's clicking, and yesterday was was that day. Congratulations. But I'm not ready to say that they're the number one team. Hell, I've seen Baltimore be good once this year. Yeah. And this was Cincinnati's once. And, and I gave the so. and I gave the Ravens their flowers. I'm asking you, and and Baltimore is, to be honest with you, that was the only one I was really going to accept because they're the only team that has had a day like Cincinnati had yesterday. Mm -hmm. Now, can you do it consistently? Because if you're Cincinnati, you're going to have to. Yep. Because you don't get much of a reprieve at all. Catch the Bills this week on a real, in a real letdown spot. I'll go ahead and tell you. I haven't looked at the number. That game's in Cincinnati. I don't see any way that Cincinnati's not a three or three and a half point favorite, and that screams letdown spot. If you don't, then it's just going to be another feather in your cap of, yeah, you started slow. That's what you do. Yep. And now you're the team that I picked to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Uh, three point favorite. They are a three point favorite. Three I point had not favorite. looked at that, but that was. Yep. Cincinnati's real, real good. Sure they are. And every team in the AFC should be looking at them going, man, if they get through that schedule and they get into the playoffs, they are not who we want to deal with. But we all knew this. We all knew mm-hmm. this was the we team. We said this three weeks ago. Yeah. Now, did I expect them to go into San Francisco and punch Brock Purdy right in his forehead? No. Nope. I didn't. Nope. But this is one of those things that you need to see a team do week in and week out. Go up against one of the best in the league and be able to assert some dominance. And they were able to pick San Francisco apart in the secondary. Stephen Tao said, congratulations on beating a bad 49ers team. If that's a bad San Francisco team, there's not a good team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Period. 
If that's really how you feel, and you're entitled to your opinion, but if that's how you feel, then we should just we should put the NFC to bed for the season. Yep. Because they're at worst the third best team in that conference, mm-hmm. even with all of the hiccups they have. He's just he's salty. He's salty because Cincinnati is now a realistic competitor, and we've had a sweet separation in the uh, in the division. I mean, we're gonna find out. We only got what three weeks. Three weeks till it's Bengals at the Ravens. Mm-hmm. It's and that's fun. the battle for that division. No doubt. No doubt. And now you got Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, and, and Cleveland are battling for wild card spot. Mm-hmm. I would agree. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 on an overreaction Monday. We'll be right back. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White haze, peach perfect, scary berries, and my personal favorite, mean green. And number three at 6% ABV, max protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. Some have said that rallying middle schoolers is a lot like herding cats. Obviously, those folks never saw a cat herder juggle catching the bus with science projects, soccer practice, violin lessons, and making lunch. To the moms and dads out there who control the chaos, win the day, and make herding cats look more like corralling kittens, we at Ingles tip our hats. Ingles, all the ingredients for family. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The Sportsocracy. What are you people? On dope? Back at the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville for our overreaction Monday. In spite of what people confu- or uh, accuse me of mm-hmm. on social media, mm-hmm. I am indeed not on crimes. <laughs> you get accused of that a lot. Ah, uh, social media is fun. I I did get to take a just a whale of a victory lap. I'm not gonna lie. I may print that one and hang it in my office. Oh, on the Oklahoma guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You come at the king. You best not miss because I got a memory like an elephant. Right. And I sat on that response for five days. <laughs> and I sent it 13 seconds after that game was over. Yes. You know why? Because I typed it on Monday. Uh, overreaction Monday, and uh, yeah. You know, I'm still not with. I'm not with you on the Cincinnati's the best 
in the AFC. I didn't say they were the best team. I said they're good said they're is, good the, is best. the best. They're the good of the Cincinnati Bengals is the best team in the in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. Again, I'm not sure I'm ready to go down that path with you, but it is really good. Mm-hmm. They're good is really, really, really good. Hey, there's another team that they're good is it's real inconsistent, good. and it's it was on display yesterday. Oh, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Go ahead. Let's go. I know you want to overreact. You said Dallas was dead. Hey, you, you, did you see? Did you mm-hmm. see them beat the mm-hmm. Rams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw them beat the Rams. Awesome. They played a really good game yesterday. The offense was working. Mm-hmm. And look, they are that dangerous to me. Not to me. Really? No. This is still the same team that got smoked 42-10 to 10 by the 49ers. Mm-hmm. All right. A 49er team that has in large part, not been able to score since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care that you smack the Rams. <laughs> Look, I don't know why we do this every year, mm-hmm. but we do. Mm-hmm. We do this every single year. The Dallas Cowboys are like a six-step program. They get super hyped up, then they let you down. Then they have a second act where you go, but look, see, they're good. They're, I told you they were good. Mm-hmm. And then you go into Philadelphia and get smacked. Oh, when does that happen? This Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Watch A.J. Brown eat the Dallas Cowboys alive. Yeah, weird. You played a team that apparently forgot CeeDee Lamb was on the field, and you beat their brains up. Yep. Good for you. Yep. And you think they're just going to get demolished by Philadelphia? I don't think they'll get mo- demolished. They never do. Okay. I think A.J. Brown's going to eat you alive, and they're going to mm-hmm. beat you. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to do that same thing that the Cowboys do all the time. You lose to the Eagles, every Cowboy fan is ready to throw themselves in front of a moving train. Then you go Giants, Panthers, Commanders three weeks in a row. So at the end of this, you're going to be sitting at eight and three. Mm -hmm. And we're going to hear all this. Oh, we told you we're the best team in the NFC. Then you go Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, every team I just said is better than you. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it's not all that close. Buffalo Bills included? Yep. Okay. They're not one of the ones that it's not close. Okay. To me, the Bills and the Cowboys feel a lot like the same team. Of, yeah, you have games, you have weeks, you come out of a bye and you smack the Rams in the face. Yep. You got up really quick. And then you had to beat Brett Rippon. Ooh. I mean, you did all your damage before Stafford went out. Yes. So, I mean, that's that's fine. I just, I don't put much credence into the Rams. The, the funny thing about the NFL is if you just give it time and you don't overreact to everything you see, it's weird how many things revert back to exactly where you thought it was coming into the year. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Rams seemingly every week of, oh, they're so much better than we thought they were. Yeah. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're a scrappy little team just like the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. You don't have any talent. Yep. They're competitive with most every team they play. They'll win one here or there. And you're going to go 5-12 and 12 or 6-11. and 11. Mm-hmm. You have a good coach that will wheel you to some wins. Mm-hmm. That's not a good team. I believe it was the all phases of the game attack to this one that 
that has everybody excited, right? You got the, the defense is making plays. You had Deron Bland with the with the touchdown or the interception for touchdown return. You had uh, special teams making plays. It was just one of those complete games that makes you think, hmm, maybe we have figured out something. I don't know what's to come for this Dallas Cowboys team, but I feel like they're in that they're in that group. Derek the Sexton group said you were just, just talking about their goods really good. The Dallas Cowboys are in that group. Derek Sexton said, just wait, it'll be different this time. Man, that's, <laughs> that's what we do. Say the all Dallas the time. Cowboys have that like on Christmas cards that they send out before Thanksgiving. Yep. It's gonna be different this time. I promise. Mm-hmm. Do Always. I need to use the girlfriend analogy again? Because I will. We'll get you next Christmas. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. The Dallas Cowboys are the, uh, I can't say what I want to say right here. I, I want to really badly, but uh-huh. I'd probably get fired. Was that a deadbeat dad joke? Because that was the one that came into my mind. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I'll tell you the punchline because there's nothing dirty about it. You'd have to infer <laughs> the rest of it. Uh, it's, it's good to see them have these games though. Cause I mean, what would the world be without barking Dallas Cowboys fans? Right. Well, I mean, it's more fun this way, right? It's more fun this way. We get to watch the heartbreak in real time. It's more fun when Dallas Cowboy fans have hope. I believed in this team. Trayvon Diggs went down and now I feel like Dallas is about as predictable as any team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You have a high side. That's really, really good really good Mm -hmm. i also can't get the taste out of my mouth of you got hyped up for a primetime game and got absolutely eviscerated it it takes some time to unwind that and frankly dallas has done this to me so many times Mm -hmm. no i i almost feel like i can call the shot you're gonna lose close to philadelphia this week beat the smoke out of three bad teams three weeks in a row and just out of because i have to say this no Cowboy fans, I cannot get you tickets to Cowboys Panthers. Please stop asking me. <laughs> Been asked that a lot. 55 times. Nice. I mean, I still think they're a fine team. They're going to go into the playoffs, and when they play in the playoffs, can they beat a good team? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do I think they can do it three times? No. Yeah. No, I don't. I think you're the five in the NFC. Yeah. You will probably be the highest seeded wildcard team which means you'll get the, the the loser winner of the NFC South and then you get one of the good teams in the next round. And if you get lucky, you beat them, you play in the NFC Championship game and probably get beat there. Are they on the short list of teams to make a move before the deadline tomorrow? I don't really know what that move would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the names that are out there are, are pass rushers and receivers. That's not really what I'm looking for out of you. If there was a corner out there, sure. Yep. Give me another body. Yes, I know Deron Bland has more touchdowns than T. Higgins. I got it. I got sent that multiple times. Just because that's the name I use doesn't mean I'm throwing shade at him. I also thought Cooper Cup was going to eat his lunchbox, mm-hmm. and I was and he did super hung. Yep. Also didn't expect he'd be th- having passes thrown to him by Brett Rippon. Yep. Dallas Cowboys approved to 5-2, and 43-20 over the L.A. Rams. It's always a bad sign when you're not even the best quarterback in your own family. Old Brett Rippin. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. It is an overreaction Monday. Uh, we got one of these before we head into the commercial break. I'm your Huckleberry. Smokey the Cat. He uh he got a fantasy football trade. Uh he was he would be giving up Brees Hall and Chris Godwin. He would get Stefan Diggs. 
No. <sighs> I, I think it's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me, but it's close. I don't want to give up Brees Hall. I want to believe in him. I want to love him. I want him to be my bestest friend. <laughs> Is that just the fan? And after, about? I, no. Okay. Just we're gonna talk about the Jets later. I'm not mm-hmm. mentally prepared to do it without saying bad words. I had nine more yards passing than the Giants yesterday. And you still should have lost. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Yep, college basketball season is coming up just around the corner. Be sure to get your tickets for the Asheville Championship, Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville, November 10th and the 12th. Uh, tickets available online, Asheville Championship dot com clemson maryland uab and of course um the davidson wildcats all going to be involved in the tournament get your tickets today and keep listening to the sportsocracy we will make you a winner hey let's get just a bit outside boy you must be outside your mind the sportsocracy just a bit outside he tried the corner and missed all right jeremy we have more news coming out of uh michigan Ann Arbor, this this thing might be taking on a, a, a new life here, or at least a new curve, because the investigation of the Michigan program with all this, what's the, what was his name, Connor Stallions? Uh, my oh. future OnlyFans name. Yeah. <laughs> with all of this going on about him scouting teams and having this network of, of basically spies that he's sending to, to get the signals for all these teams, um, with that, the blowback is now starting to come on Jim Harbaugh a little bit more because it's been reported that the contract that the school was ready to offer him to make him the highest paid coach in college football is now off the table. They have pulled the deal back, according to reports, and it, it doesn't appear that they're going to be interested in completing this deal. This is now the second time in the last two years that this team's in trouble with the NCAA and under the microscope. 
This is one of those, when you hear hoof beats, it makes a lot more sense to assume horses than zebras. So they're pulling the contract offer back. Harbaugh's unabashed flirtation with the NFL is the worst kept secret in all of sports. Mm -hmm. He's got a team that can win a national title. It won't shock me if they win one and then he rides off into the sunset. Yep. Because this this just screams of, I don't have to play your game and I don't care. The more I find out about this sign stealing thing, and do I really care? Not specifically, but it's just how brazen you are with breaking rules. That's what you do when you've put in your two-week notice. Yep. Oh, you don't want me to heat up things in the microwave? Cool. Uh, And you put a fork in there. (laughs) Oh, oopsie poopsie. That's what Jim Harbaugh's doing. Why have you done that? Why have I done that? Could have been worse. Could have been wrapped in tinfoil. I fully believe Jim Harbaugh. This is his last year at Michigan, and he will be the next head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Is the only thing that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Um, win that national championship and move on, or at least that's, I don't think that's it matters. the goal here. I don't think it matters even if he wins it. He's going to take one more shot at it, and then he's going back to the NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't need this headache if I'm him. I don't want this headache of the NCAA up my keister over every little thing. What's that word you use all the time? Feckless. Feckless. Th- that's what the NCAA is. Mm-hmm. And you're going to keep losing good coaches. Because there's too many that are looking at this going, I, I don't have to play this stupid game. I don't want to, and I'm not going to. So it is. I, I think it is a bit of a deal that they have pulled back the, the contract offer because that makes it even more incentivized for him to talk to NFL teams and ultimately find a place to land. Right. Well, your story was about things that might, don't matter, and so is mine. The USC-Cal game was delayed by protesters Aww. who decided to sit at the 50-yard line like little children, Indian style, because they were protesting something. Anti-war. No. Pro-environment. No. Abortion. No. They were fighting for a Spanish and Portuguese professor named Devon. I don't care enough uh, to house, find the last name. How sweet. Uh, so they, they sit there because they're protesting that, that Yvonne, last name not relevant, has been put on paid suspension. Now, do you know why? No clue. Because she was stalking another professor at Cal. Okay. That's not good. Like, can we... I've always said there is nothing more absolutely pointless on this earth than protesting. Because I want you to name me the one time that you've ever seen a bunch of people with signs and somebody walked out and went, you're right. Yep. Oh, yeah. I see it your way now. You've been screaming obscenities outside of my office for four hours. And you're right. Nine times out of ten, the only reason that they agree with you is to get you to go away and find something else to be upset about. Clearly, Jeremy's never heard of the American Revolution. That was a protest. Yeah. It wasn't sitting at the 50-yard line of a Cal-USC game. Especially for somebody that was stalking another person. Get a job <laughs> for the love of all that's good and holy. We can't. We have too many, we you have too many classes have, to you take. You won't have as much time to waste on feckless things like this if you get a job. Dave's on the door. I can say that. And guess what? I mean, you can say that. But you probably shouldn't because you keep using that word, but I don't think it means what you think it I means. <laughs> I, 
Look, Dick, I can't say what I really want to say, so I have to go with feckless. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, overreaction Monday here in the sportsocracy. We got the daily draft coming up at the uh, top of the third Somebody hour of the program. Somebody just heard me say that went protest work. Mm-hmm. No, yep. they don't. They do. They do. Uh, one of those teams that I believe is uh, among the best in the league when they are at their best is the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. And... But they got one major problem. You can't stop people throwing the ball. Their secondary sucks, too. Sam Howell lit you up like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. 400 yards, or excuse me, 397 yards and four touchdowns for Sam Howell. By the way, if you had Sam Howell and Will Levis as the DFS plays of the day yesterday, you're a witch. Yep. That you are. But they just keep finding ways to win. They do keep finding ways to win. And that's to me, that's what makes this team so dangerous is that even when they're allowing 400 yards passing, they can find enough on the offensive side for themselves to be able to, to, to mitigate that against most teams. Now, I get Washington is not the greatest of teams. I, I have undersold them all year. I will admit I was wrong about Washington. I'm ready to say they're at least – a mediocre team they're not as bad as i have made them out to be they're in that seven eight nine ten range of the nfc yes we cannot throw dirt on you yet because sam howell is when he's protected Mm -hmm. which somehow i don't ask me how you chose playing the best defensive line you've played yet as the week to not let him get five hit 500 times because that makes zero sense to Mm -hmm. me i don't care about any of that what i care about is why is this defense You've got all this talent. It's not as good as it should be. And eventually, if you keep flirting with this, it's going to burn you. Mm -hmm. Because they got flat out outplayed by Washington, and A.J. Brown pretty much by himself went, "Uh, no, no, I'm I'm here. I'm here, and I'm going to do stuff, and this is over. I have no idea, and I don't know if they have any idea what has gone wrong. But last year, that one-two punch that you had of James Bradbury and Darius Darius Slay, it's not working. Remember last year we were talking about the two secondary, two best secondaries in the league were the Jets and the Eagles. Yep. And at the end of the season, we had what four of the top six cornerbacks were on those two teams. My how times have changed for the Philadelphia Eagles. Well. And that's uh, that's where I wanted to head with this, is that I'm hearing a lot of people really gnashing teeth and things like that over the secondary. And and it is a problem. You're still 7-1. and one, And it's going to get better over time because you're too talented for it not to. I, I mean, at least that's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, but I'm also looking at it as, uh, okay, well, I got the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. Dak Prescott no seems to be doing just fine. Yeah, Dak Prescott's Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. He didn't turn into a new person. He can make all the bear and lion and lamb and sheep analogies he wants to. I don't care. You're yeah. still the same guy. Yeah. We're on uh, the second presidential term of you. I know exactly what you are. Then I get a bye week, and then I get Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I get Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty scary. And, and for me, 
yeah, there is a possibility that after this next three-week stretch that you've legitimately got something to worry about. Mm-hmm. Right now, you don't. Usually, you're the one that says, I want to see it. I got to see it burn you before I care. Yeah. I started talking about this in week two, and weird, they just keep winning. Mm-hmm. The other part of this is, who in the NFC am I supposed to be legit scared of? If I'm Philadelphia, I'm the one seed, and I'm going to walk away with the one seed. Mm-hmm. Who am I supposed to be scared of? A Detroit team that just got absolutely eviscerated by the Ravens. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys who got eviscerated by the 49ers. Mm-hmm. The 49ers who have lost three weeks in a row and can't seem to stop a nosebleed. Or Seattle. Mm-hmm. I think all of them. I mean, you should be concerned with all of them. Am I scared of them? Am I like, no, because I'm number one, right? I'm the defending champion. I don't care about defending champion. People worry way too much about what you did last year. I don't care. Look at the roster. Look at the mm-hmm. talent on this team. Mm-hmm. I, th- there's a big difference between Philadelphia and everything you just said outside of San Francisco. And I'm, San Francisco looks like they're, they're trying to poison themselves. Mm-hmm. If I'm Philadelphia, I'm looking at this NFC going, man, there's just not, there's, there's not a lot of really good teams out here. There are four that I think on their best day, they could beat us. I don't know that they, if we don't do something to beat ourselves, I don't know that any of them can beat you. Mm-hmm. That's just how good and how talented you are. When you've got a guy like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and you've got Jalen Hurts doing what he's doing, is it is it beautiful at all times? No. But it wins. Mm-hmm. It, it wins. Mm-hmm. There's, there's one team in the NFL with one loss. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Halfway through the season, that matters. You've got new coordinators. You had a, a complete upheaval of the coaching staff because you lost two coordinators that took head coaching jobs, so you lost a lot of, you lost a lot of coaches down the staff. And it's going to get better as it goes on. And you're not even losing games now. Yeah. If they get lit up by Pat Mahomes, okay, we can talk about that then. Mm-hmm. You got lit up yesterday by Sam Howell. Couldn't get to him, which is borderline inexcusable. You still won. Mm-hmm. You still won. So it's, it's for me, it's much ado about nothing. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, you do to me, you do that same thing against the Dallas Cowboys, you can get bit. I wouldn't think that... Any shot Dak Prescott throws for 400 yards and four touchdowns on you. If Sam Howell zero. did it, if I'll, Sam I'll Howell did it, Dak Prescott can do it. I don't. Yeah, this is not going to be a popular opinion, and I don't care. Facts don't care about your feelings. The difference between Sam Howell and Dak Prescott ain't that great. Mm-hmm. But Dak's still better. He's better, but it ain't. Okay, it's not. We're not talking about Joe Montana mm. and Ryan Leaf here. No. But I'm Just, talking about I, Sam. It is you're so funny to but me. You're talking about how often people get burned by this with the Cowboys, and you don't even see that it's happening mm-hmm. on the same cycle that it happens every year. Mm-hmm. He beats the physically the worst secondary in the league, and now all of a sudden, well, Dak's an elite quarterback that can come in here. Nope, he's the same medi- mediocre 9, 10, 11, 12 quarterback that he's been the four years we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing changed. Mm-hmm. Nothing new. Nothing. And yet somehow your tune on the Dallas Cowboys is completely different now than it was a week ago. It's not completely different. I told you this is still a good team that when they're good, they can beat you. I have Dak Prescott, who's better than Sam Howell, and CeeDee Lamb is better than anything the Washington Commanders have. And it's not close. 
I mean, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, close. to me, he's not. Terry he, McLaurin's a top 15 receiver in the NFL. He's in the next tier down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's close. So I, get, I, get, I get the better receiver. I get the better quarterback. And I get the and better. And you're telling me that that can't happen. And I get yet. the better two, three. Yeah. I'm not Tight saying I'm not saying that they're on uh, that they're on your level and that they need to be scared of you. What I'm saying is you just got that you just had that done to you by a, an mm-hmm. inferior team and the far more and you're trying to tell me that that doesn't concern you. Nope. With Dallas coming to town, not in the least. Okay. Not in the absolute least. I just nothing I feel that like happened. It yet. I'm looking at a I'm looking at a Philadelphia team that has slept walked through Washington. I think the last four times they played them. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm 0-4 picking those games because I keep looking at Philadelphia going, surely they're not going to catch you again. Right. And they keep and they doing do. it. There are times that certain teams just mess with you. Washington messes with Philadelphia. They seem to find a way to pull out the win, but it's always closer than it should be. So I wasn't surprised really by any of that. I was surprised they didn't get to Howe more. But do I think they're not going to get to Dak Prescott? No. I don't. I don't. I don't let one week just completely askew everything I've said, and that's the same Cowboys team that I've seen all year long. Mm-hmm. This is the same Eagles team I've seen all all year long. Mm-hmm. I've been saying Jalen Hurts is inconsistent, but guess what? It keeps working, and as long as it keeps working, there's really nothing here. You can make something of it if you want to, but it's not there. Okay. Now, like I said, a month from now, might be. But you're telling me Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills are, are going to come beat Philadelphia. I'm going to go with no. I'm going to say the same thing about Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. The one on that is is Kansas City, and that one will be interesting for me. Mm-hmm. The other two, I'll take Philadelphia, and I don't even know the number. And okay. I don't need to know the number. Okay. I'm your huckleberry. We have two of these. Uh, one of them from our buddy Matthew Hoffman. And uh, he did take the advice of, I said, I feel like you can play Will Levis because he's $4,400 on DraftKings. He did it and cashed. Good job. I was I was thinking all day yesterday. I wonder if anybody took the Levis thing seriously. I should have, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and GG Gambling. I'm your huckleberry. Uh, where do the Rams go from here? Do you just nuke the team? I personally would. Yeah. You don't have a you're ton of veterans, anything. but you're not good. That secondary is god awful, mm-hmm. and you just got embarrassed yesterday. And if I, I don't think. Have we heard a report on Stafford yet? Because I haven't personally. Heard. I have not heard a report on him. If he misses even a week or two, your playoff chances are gone. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, if anybody's calling you with. on anybody, you should be listening. Yeah, they were slim to begin with. I mean, because um, I, I think you hit on a few of these. But draft I know, picks. but I know what the thought is here, right? The, the the thought is that I'm going to get massive pieces out of out of what I can sell. Are you? Because are you gonna are you gonna trade Aaron Donald? No, no, nobody. They're not doing that. At least I don't think they are. I don't uh, think anybody's let, coming with the offer. I don't think there's a team that's coming with a three first round draft pick offer for Aaron Donald. Well, you wouldn't give that for for a player that's that old. Well, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what you want. That's what that's what I feel like Rams fans who call for this want. They want to. We're going to get rid of team. Cooper Cup, and somebody's going to give us two first round draft picks. No, and we're he's get a thirty for receiver. Aaron Donald, and we're going. Because you can't be rational about what you have and what the value. Aaron is. Aaron Donald's worth two first round picks. I, I and I don't. And disagree I think with somebody that. would happily do it if you even gave them a, an inkling that you would do it. Well, like you can. I mean, you could obviously can. You could do anything, but I don't think they will. I don't either. And so, what do you? So, what are your 
pieces? What are you blowing up? What are you getting something out of? Ben Skoranek. Right. Oh, sorry. If you take those names off the table, you're not getting There's nothing to recoup here. This is trying to build what you can around what you got because you're you're not going to get value of what how you, you value these guys, if that makes any sense. I just don't see how you can do it. I don't see how you can blow it up because I don't think you're getting anything back for it. And I'd make the call because you're a long, long way away. Yeah. I don't know. I still believe in Sean McVay, though. Maybe he can whip this team into shape and they're not contenders now and they won't be in next year. And maybe two, three years from now. Maybe they can do something. We'll see. You're in the sportsocracy and this is ESPN Asheville. Jeremy's got his bangers coming up next for Monday Night Football. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville November 10th and 12th. Proudly sponsored by Ingalls Markets. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. And we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Coffee's for closers only. Get them the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Monday Night Football! Okay, this ends what has been a horrific week of primetime football between the Bills and the Bucks, the Chargers and the Bears last night. We have one more bad one before they get a little better next week. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingalls Markets. Low prices, love the savings. Detroit Lions are at home this week. Seven and a half point favorite in Detroit against the Las Vegas Raiders. This is one of those times that I really, really want to fade the public narrative, but I can't. The Lions are coming in off a bad loss. They got absolutely beat down by the Ravens. They need a win here. The Raiders aren't very good. They're at home. This is in prime time. I know 93% of the money's on the Detroit Lions. It should be because this feels like the greatest of all layups. And yes, I know the Chiefs lost to the Broncos yesterday. And no, I don't care. So give me the Lions minus the seven and a half. I will go under the 47. I think this is a lower scoring game. And most of that scoring is done by the Detroit Lions. For more, find us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. And as always, love the savings with Ingles. Love the winnings with me. Mullet out. 
The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Take it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. And we're back on an overreaction Monday here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. We're heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com. Click that live video link. Subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. Jeremy, are you wearing your Batman costume for uh, for work tomorrow? Uh, I mean, I could. Uh, I think you should. I mean, it's Halloween. If you got a, you, you got a fo- your... That's a formidable idea. You got your Halloween costume. It's, I mean, you can still talk through it, right? It's not like one of those uh, that you bought that my yeah. that my mom bought at Kmart when I was a kid. That's just a plastic face mask no. that you can't talk through. It. No, the only. I mean, Amy and I went to a costume party Saturday night, and I, I couldn't like wear the cowl because I look like Pigeon Man because it's not meant for a six five man. So my ears were sticking back. <laughs> I just I, I was I was in the so back wait, cave, Batman. So wait, so wait, you went as. You you went as mullet Batman. Yes, I did. Without the cowl. Yes. Hmm. Well, I mean, I had the cowl. It's right around my neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. What are you a cop? No, I'm just I'm just trying to get the image in my head of oh, you had what? this Batman suit on, and then and then just all of the hair and uh, let me let me set the scene for you. Uh, I was dre- dressed in a goofy Batman costume, which you know sounds like something I would do. Uh, because my my smoking hot wife was in a Catwoman costume that was skin tight and awesome. So <laughs> there's there's how that went. <laughs> Jeremy does that thing where he realizes it's not about me when we go. So I really I really shouldn't care. That no, much Tank had the, the Tank had the line of last weekend. Why do I keep getting invited to Halloween beca- parties? Because you bring her with you. Yep, and that's all anybody in that general vicinity cares about right i told her yesterday when she showed up for y'all to go to your little friends giving thing that uh yeah if, if it weren't for her no one would invite you to anything she's also got a bone to pick with you because i outed you for saying that you were shocked she didn't take pictures because she takes pictures of everything she would like a word okay She's going to punch you in we the throat. Can, we can have that discussion if you'd like. She's going to punch you in the throat, <laughs> and I'm here for it. You know what else I'm here for? We have a, uh, we, we have a little announcement that uh, we've been conspiring for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we are here called the Sportsocracy, but we have learned that when it comes to the noon to three, you're really more a footballocracy because mm-hmm. that's the sport that y'all care about. Mm-hmm. However, there are some of you that like the other sports so we have conspired and now we will be putting out a weekly podcast from our buddy armchair commentary and and friends co-host tbd uh, about baseball and hockey and soccer and all of the other things because he knows all that Mm -hmm. and i don't have nearly enough time so you'll get his opinions which are every bit as good as ours if not better especially when it comes to these things uh, in a weekly hour ish podcast, we're awesome. still we're still working out the logistics of it, and we need a name. Mm-hmm. So if uh, if somebody could throw out a name for that, to be great, because I've been racking my brain for about a week yep. and uh, I can't come up with one. Okay. I want to call it ESPN Eight the Ocho, but I think that's copyrighted. Yes, 
And if it's not, it very much is. Can we call it the SACE? ESPN six. <laughs> I feel like that's piggyback. Maybe you go with another language. Maybe, I don't know. You go with set. That's French for seven, I think. I don't know. That's... Call it ESPN net. ESPN zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah all right so armchair commentary and uh tbd coming uh, we're, we're very the, excited uh, about it look the new ac arm. is way too talented to ju- to be, just be doing sunday things with us he needs his own vehicle yes and we're uh we're, we're very happy to give that to him absolutely we are um let's talk about speaking of vehicles Mm-hmm. Jeremy's gonna hop in his I was right truck and tell oh, you about Will good Levis. Good Lord. Will Levis made the debut yesterday and it was well one for the history books, right? I mean throw throw a few tutties on there. My my mic is physically adhered to the table, yes. so I can't mic drop it. But, oh, uh, but you're gonna do you're but, gonna try. Yeah, you're, all you people that were like, oh, he liked Will Levis. Yeah, sure did. And did you see? Did you see yesterday? That's why. Because he's got a howitzer of an arm. Four touchdown passes for Will Levis. Uh, three of those touchdown passes uh, were amongst the 10 longest air yards touchdowns in the NFL this season. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's real good at the football, and uh, let me make this as clear as humanly possible. Ryan Tannehill has played his last game for the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> I don't think there's any question. About I, I that. love that Mike Vrabel went to the mic today and said, "Well, Will will start." Uh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. In other breaking news, water's wet, and today's Monday. Thanks, Coach. Deon, did you see DeAndre Hopkins after the game? Like that. That is what I wanted. Yep. That is why I came here is to do stuff like that. Yep. And now, is he going to be that good every week? No. No. No, he is not. But he was a legit prospect. And I'm going to reiterate this for about the umpteen millionth time because somebody about once a week feels the urge to go back and go, you liked Will Levis over C.J. Stroud. I sure did. And weird, after yesterday, do you see why? Because you should. It's a one-off game. I'm not saying that makes the careers. I'm just saying, for those of you that said I was an idiot because I liked Will Levis so much, yeah, I saw that kid at Kentucky. I saw that very prospect. That was the reason I said he was going to be the only one picking the draft, and he should be. Mm -hmm. And then he regressed, and then he had some injury issues. That guy can win games in the NFL. Yeah, That guy can win NFL football games, and he won one yesterday pretty much by himself. It was him and and DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry off of that. Mm-hmm. Because, see, when you have a guy that's got an arm that big and you've got a receiver that can beat you over the top, OPI notwithstanding, because there, there was one that A.J. Terrell went, oink. When did they get the ability to uh, – since when can a receiver do that to me and it'd be okay? <laughs> I look at him and it's a flag on me, and he literally just Jim duggan me out of bounds and nothing? Okay, all right. All right, see where this is at. Know where I stand with the old official. Mm-hmm. But Will Levis was fantastic. He was fantastic. That he was. The other two, eh. C.J. Stroud, obviously there's 
something there that the Carolina Panthers figured out? Well, everybody got too hyped on C.J. Stroud. And, and look, I'm not saying that what you saw yesterday is who he is. I'm just saying what I saw yesterday against the Carolina Panthers really lends itself to some of the tape that I saw at Ohio State mm-hmm. of just some inconsistency, real tempo, real momentum thrower. He's got to get on track or he can really run off the rails because he was flat out bad at times yesterday. And he misses way too many open receivers for me. And in terms of accuracy rate missed throw rate with wide open receivers i think there's only three in the nfl that miss more than he does Mm -hmm. and zach wilson's one of them we're gonna talk about him later in the hour is that gonna be a fun discussion i I guarantee you i'm not gonna say what you think i am really nope really okay cj stroud 16 to 24 yesterday 140 yards did not record a touchdown Oh, he did ran not throw him. any uh, throw any interceptions either. Yes, he did he run was, in the he touchdown. He was fine. Houston and the Rams were two teams that we overreacted to. They were mm-hmm. staying close in games. They were winning some games that they weren't supposed to. They're much closer to where they're much closer to where we thought they were going into the season than where we had them. Yeah, it should tell you everything you need to know that you came out of a bye week looking like that. It's not because Domingo Ryan's a bad coach. You, just, you have a talent, talent deficiency in certain places. Mm-hmm. And you got a first-time play caller. I, I feel like yesterday was super predictable. I told you on Friday, I'm taking Carolina. I don't have a great reason for it, yeah. except this don't smell right. Yeah. And it didn't. So, I, I mean, I don't think there's anything to lose your mind about with C.J. Stroud. It's a mediocre or bad game. Mm-hmm. Carolina Panther fans, yeah, Bryce Young, he's fine. Yep. He was the better quarterback on the field yesterday, and I don't know that it was all that close for the vast majority of the game. Yep. 22-31, 235 yards, one touchdown to Tommy Tremble, and it was enough to get the win, mm-hmm. I mean, at least. And and you got to take away the, the, the benefit or the, uh, the, the proof that you have of when the game's on the line, the kid that we have back there can lead an 82-yard drive because this is exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. You had to have it. He gave you the plays that you needed to get into field goal range, and then boom. You won a game. Congratulations. 15-13 over the Houston Texans does not make I, I me do feel, feel considerably like I, better about this team. Though. I It shouldn't. They're still one of the worst teams in the league. All right. But I, I do feel like we need to notate the, the random name call Tank Spencer reverse kiss of death. Tommy Tremble? You have now done that five times in the last six weeks mm-hmm. said just some random name making fun of a team going who's gonna score five times <laughs> every one of them scored a touchdown from here on out i'm making notes of the random names you say yep. and i'm throwing a DraftKings kings up with all yep. of them in it yep uh and you know the the real reason that i said his name yesterday because i had this feeling i knew deep down in my soul that there was a tight end that was going to score a touchdown for them. And, of course, I put it, I put together a couple of DFS lineups, which was the tight end that I played. So what you're saying is you had a fever. I did. And the only cure was more Tommy Tremble. Exactly. Exactly. But which tight end did I play? Not the good one. Hayden Hurst. Dang. I played Hayden Hurst because I went, well, one of them is going to score. It should be Hayden Hurst. 
But it won't be. It'll be Tommy if you had told me you were playing Hayden Hurst instead of Tommy Trimble, I'd have thrown a dime on Tommy Trimble to score a touchdown. <laughs> Anytime touchdown. Tommy Trimble. Let's go. You never but know. But Carolina, I mean, yes, you got to win. Good for you. Houston, you you caught an L against a bad team. You're on the road. They're mm-hmm. coming off a bye. Nothing to jump up and down about, really, for either one of them. I mean, no. it's a good win for Carolina because you beat a team that is better than you. And and you saw out of Bryce Young what was what it was that got you to draft him number one overall. Mm-hmm. The big winner was Tennessee and Will Levis. Because now I almost feel like Tennessee, yes, you've already traded off Kevin Byard, but I don't feel like you're going to trade off anybody else. Because you're still alive in the AFC. Let me tell you a fun stat about the, uh, the, the entire conference of the AFC. Name me the number of teams that or, or name me the specific teams in the AFC that don't have three wins. Eight hey. weeks into the season, name oh. me the teams in the AFC that don't have three wins. Is it not? It, 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 most of them have three wins at this point, I'm guessing. The New England Patriots. End of message. Repeat the line. Every other team in the AFC has three or more wins. Really? I've never seen anything like it. Hmm. Conversely, every division in the NFC has at least one team that has two or less. <laughs> right. Very interesting. That's To me, that's what makes the trade deadline so interesting, mm-hmm. is that you've got a lot of teams that I think it's pretty obvious where they are. Josh Uche, I said this on the fantasy show. There is a trade coming there. I just don't know to who. Mm-hmm. The the pass rusher from the Patriots. That's the only team I can definitively tell you is a seller. Even the Broncos think they have some hope coming off that win against the Chiefs. You shouldn't. You're right. By the way, where was my snowstorm? Hey, meteorology boys, let's let's chat, okay? Because you told me six to fourteen inches of snow, I didn't see not nary a flake. Okay. <laughs> Well, it had all gone out of the stadium by then, or it had, it had all passed. Six to 14 inches, it all disappeared, because that looked just like a cold fall day in yeah. Denver. Yeah, I think they uh, they probably ended up getting three or four inches out of it. You could see it in the stands, but there was not much sign of it at all on that field. Anyway, final takeaway, uh, Will Levis is solid. Mm-hmm. That's your starter for the rest of the year. And and I will say this, if I was Tennessee, I'd be making calls. I'd call the Minnesota Vikings, I'd call the New York Jets, and, uh, hey, you willing to give us a six for Ryan Tannehill? Yeah. Because I, I... Call the Atlanta Falcons. There is Falcons. a merit to having the vet in the building. There's also a merit to not having any threat to Will Levis. Because there's no reason to go backwards. Mm-hmm. This is your guy. Yeah. I saw more out of Will Levis in 60 minutes than I've seen out of Malik Willis in two years. That's the guy. Yep. No challenges, no threats, onward and upward. And will there be some bumps in the road? Absolutely. There is with practically every young quarterback. Mm -hmm. But when you got a quarterback with an arm that big, it opens up a lot of running lanes. I guarantee you Derrick Henry and and all the ball carriers of that team walked away from yesterday going, it's a lot more fun that way. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's do that. I want to do that. Don't, Don't bring back old noodle arm Tannehill. Let's, let's stick with uh, Mayo and his coffee rocket arm over here. Yep. And I feel pretty certain they'd be able to find a taker for, for Ryan Tannehill. With the, with the state of the situation some teams are in with their quarterbacks, somebody be in the market for that. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. 
The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville November 10th and 12th. Proudly sponsored by Ingalls Market. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. You are in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. It is an overreaction Monday. There is no overreaction for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, nope, season your season is, is D-U-N-E done. Dead. Um, Kirk Cousins, torn Achilles, done for the year. So, T's and P's to the Minnesota Vikings, whatever hopes you may have had. I don't know, maybe they're the ones. Maybe they want to try Ryan Tannehill or something. I mean, you don't have an option, right? Right. I mean, you went. you've gone through, what, Six backup quarterbacks, I think, throughout the offseason and to now behind him. Like, Sean Mannion is one of your legit options at this point. Jaron Hall is uh, apparently who will start moving forward. Yikes. Which is, that's not good. No, I'm going to say you shouldn't do that. Yesterday was an awful day because Kirk Cousins goes down with the Achilles injury. He had Matthew Stafford get hurt, Kenny Pickett. To Rod Taylor also got hurt. Uh, the New York Jets bad. are the grim reaper of NFL quarterbacks. That is not a team you want to put a uh, a, a breaky quarterback in against. Mm-hmm. They have knocked more quarterbacks out in the last three years than the second and third highest teams on that list combined. <laughs> what did you say? It was 14, 14 times? 14 quarterbacks have missed a quarter against the New York Jets since Robert Sala took over. That's insane. That is unbelievable yes yes it is um but uh, well and then you got desmond ritter got hurt yesterday too well did he get hurt well i mean they said that he had to be he had to be evaluated for a concussion yep and he was immediately cleared and guess what they went or or maybe we should do what that fat mulleted guy's been telling us to do for an extended period of time and play the better one Turn it over to Taylor Heineken. Uh, he's the starter moving forward. He has to be. Has to be. 
and and frankly, Atlanta looked markedly better with Taylor Heineke than they did with with Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's a very high bar. I was going to say it's. I don't feel like it still really looked good with Taylor Heineke. It did look better, but I wouldn't categorize that as looking good with Taylor Heineke. But I have I've thought the same thing since the off season. This should have been your guy going forward. Never figured out what you thought you had in Desmond Ritter, what Arthur Smith thought he was seeing. But the fact that he had the injury as the excuse, right? You got to be checked out for the concussion and we're going to throw Taylor Heineken in here. There's no reason you should look back now. No. No. Desmond Ritter had a 25% sack rate yesterday. He dropped back 20 times. Mm Mm-hmm without giving the ball to somebody else a couple of those it's hard to tell if they were design runs or not he was sacked five times with a really good offensive line that was enough for for uh arthur smith to go okay we're, we're done should have done it a long time ago mm-hmm. but now you look at the falcons at four and four you've got a vet at the helm and look at who they play the next six weeks Seven, as a matter of fact, through the rest of the season, really. Mm-hmm. Play the Vikings this week, who will be playing Jaron Hall. That should be a win. You go to Arizona, that should be a win. Saints, that's in Atlanta. That might be for the division lead. You go to a Jets team that very obviously doesn't score easily. Mm-hmm. The Bucks, who are not good. The Panthers, who are not good. The Colts, the Bears, and the Saints. I'm going to say this as clearly as I can. With Desmond Ritter, if you tell me he starts the next nine games, I will give you a one-tenth of a percent chance that the Atlanta Falcons make it to the playoffs. If Taylor Heineke plays those nine games, I will say you are at 80% or better. (laughs) Okay. That's how bad this division is. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Saints, yes, they were better yesterday. It was the Colts. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're fine. They're inconsistent. And I just look at Atlanta and go, you give me a vet that I know what I'm going to get. Because right now I feel like Derek Carr's almost like spinning the wheel of destiny. Well, he has, he's good and then mm-hmm. he's awful. Mm-hmm. And he's happy Derek and he's yelling at his teammates. Yep. And he's healthy Derek and he's, ah, Derek. I It's hard for me to trust that. But I look at Atlanta and go, you have the players. I know you lost Grady Jarrett. That's obviously not going to help anything. But you've got enough talent on this team to win this division. You do not have enough talent on this team to win it with Desmond Ritter. No lies were told. I still don't know if they should be the favorite because I'm starting. I mean, I guess last week just kind of. Or the or yesterday, not last week. Yesterday did show me something for New Orleans. It, it showed I me feel something like too. they're building. They they are building to a crescendo here, where the rest of that division. I I still feel like they will separate from the rest of the division I, at some point. I don't. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Even in a game like that, that should have been crush spot for Chris Olave, and it's Rashid Shahid. Mm-hmm. I I and don't get me wrong, that kid is really really good all he does is catch deep balls yep but there's still something kind of clunky about new orleans to me and if they played on a neutral field right now who are you taking 
Atlanta with Taylor Heineke, New Orleans with with, with the roller coaster that is Derek Carr. Who are you taking right now? I'd probably take the Saints, but barely. I would probably take the Falcons, but barely. Yeah. Wouldn't feel great about but it. But now what I said about them making the playoffs, I didn't necessarily say they won the division. Mm-hmm. You get to nine wins in the NFC, you're going to the playoffs. Sure. And I think Atlanta can get there with that schedule with, with Heineke. Mm-hmm. You have seven and ten written all over you with Desmond Ritter. Yeah. There's there's at least a window for it. I mean, I will not be shocked to see them turn it over to Taylor Heineken and it's the same thing, right? It's still seven and ten. It just looks a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You still have things that you have to figure out. I, I feel like a reporter in Atlanta should should ask Arthur Smith at some point today, hey, why did that take so long? Um, because if that's what you've been seeing in practice – and what we've been seeing in games is what you see out of Desmond Ritter. Um, are you are you stupid? Because uh, that's about the only explanation I've got. And his response could only logically be, "Look at my mustache." Have you seen this mustache? Look it's at my terrible. mustache. If that doesn't give you a clue into my lack of ability to make decisions and sound ones, then I don't know what is. I got a lip rug that makes me look like Danny McBride. <laughs> no it's not it does good. not it does not make you look like danny mcbride it looks like you're about to harm children and i'm gonna need you to remove it from your face okay let me let me rephrase i got a lip rug rug that makes me look like i dressed up as danny mcbride for halloween <laughs> yes looks like he's doing a really bad tom Selleck for halloween yeah i'm going as magnum pi mm-hmm don't put on the short shorts, please, well, for the love of God. Yeah, I just find it odd that here's an NFL coach who does who who doesn't really look like an NFL coach. He looks more like the guy trying to buy singles down at the hot spot. Okay, <laughs> and and I I don't know can't that get that's, on board with that. I don't know that that's where I would have gone with Arthur Smith, but that was a good line. Really? I mean, no, Arthur he Smith doesn't look like he's uh, looking for a Lucy or two. No, Arthur <laughs> Smith looks like the guy that your computer broke, and he comes in and yells at you for the things that you do on your computer. <laughs> like he sits down and just move. <laughs> Let me do it. Why do you have all of these clumped over here on this side of the? Why desktop? do you have so many things on your desktop? It's a computer. Not a filing cabinet. We have breaking news. I love breaking news. Gonna break the news. Who's gonna break the news? Who's gonna break the news? Who's gonna break the news? Veteran running back Leonard Fournette has passed his physical and is signing with the Buffalo Bills. Yay. That's from Ian Rappaport or from Tom Pelissero, excuse me. Get excited about that. I mean, it can't hurt, right? I just don't see. I Here's mean, this is the only thing I James thought when get, I saw this. Did James Cook get hurt? No. Did Latavius Murray get hurt? I don't care. No. That's that's what I thought was the more touches Leonard Fournette gets, that means the less that Latavius Murray gets, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is addition by subtraction. Okay. James Cook is without a doubt the best running back on this team. I really kind of need that thumper, and I don't want it to be Josh Allen as much as it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with Leonard Fournette. I mean, look, he's gotten a bad reputation, and I've been one of his most vocal detractors. As you have, yeah. As ever since Jacksonville, you're really a stat accumulator more than you are the talent I was sold you to be. Mm-hmm. 
but him coming in as a third down between the tackles guy, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. What are they giving? I mean, I'm not sure Barry Sanders could run behind your god-awful offensive line in Tampa Bay. No. No. I'm not really holding that against him. Yeah, no, we stink a lot. This is low risk. I'm not going to say high reward. I think this is low risk, mid-tier reward. Yeah, because he's not a difference maker to me, but he is. He replaces Damian Harris. That's exactly what this is, in in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it, it plugs a hole, right? It fills a need. You're now a tooth in the in the cog, right? You you're now you're you're now just a piece that's going to help this run, but this is just a depth piece. I mean, are we yeah, are, are they going to be taking away touches for Latavius Murray? Because I'm going to say probably not. Oh, touches rest of the season. Latavius Murray or Leonard Fournette? Oh. I'll I'll say Latavius Murray. I'll say Leonard Fournette. Really? That sounds like a board bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Barnett. And, and the reason that I say that is Bobby Barnett in our YouTube comments asked, why wasn't Leonard Fournette already on a team? Because he has a notorious reputation around the NFL of being a bit of a jerk. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like you would have brought this in your building if you didn't plan on having a role for him. I would agree. Hey, he was on your team. You can speak mm-hmm. to exactly what I'm saying. This is a dude mm-hmm. that pouts more than practically anybody in the NFL. No doubt. He's got talent. Mm-hmm. He's just it, it. It got to a point where the juice wasn't worth the squeeze with him. But I feel like losing Damian Harris that was enough for Buffalo to go. We need that third guy. Yep. Latavius needs to be that third guy. We need the two, and that's what I think Leonard Fournette will yeah. be. I, I figure that's what they want him to be, but I just don't know that he has. I mean, does he I have another playoff Lenny push in him? Maybe. I mean, he had seven. What was it? Seven hundred yards in like. I don't remember. It was some crazy, like, eight weeks or something. He had, like, 700 yards in that playoff push in 2020. Like, okay, uh, it was fun, but I never felt like he was a for-real difference maker after that. Can he capture that again? I don't know. It's been three years, so it's I'm going to say probably shot. not. Sure. It's worth the shot. If you're not giving up anything for him and if you're not paying oh, him a say big amount a, of money. I or, would say this is a vet minimum deal with incentives. Yeah. We go to the Super Bowl, you get a little bit more money. Yeah, absolutely. Not a horrible move. Low risk, mediocre reward. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. When we come back, it'll be time to get weird. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. 
Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP, The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors with zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Right, welcome back into the Sportsocracy inside the Ingles studio. It's time to get weird. Like my camera angle. Ooh, that, that is weird. Um, oh. Oh, I got to hit something something funky. Something something funky happened. Let's let's fix that. (laughs) Just caught that out of the corner of my eye. I was like, whoa, what's what's happening? You you wound up in a a little little tiny corner there for some reason. (laughs) Like picture in picture for some reason. Uh, I think think Illinois uh, might have figured out the whole DMV thing. I know. It's a big problem for all of us, right? Having to go to the DMV is the worst experience on the planet. And I've never had this problem, just to be clear. You've never had the problem of waiting at a DMV? I've never waited at a DMV for more than 25 minutes in my entire life. Wow. I've also never had a ticket of any kind, so I don't. don't yeah, but have even, to do like, that. even like getting your license renewed or do any, it online. Anything. Like see, that. when you don't have any citations or anything like that, you just go, hey, I need another one of them. Doop. Never had to change your address. Change or... that online. Really? I find that really hard to believe uh, that you've never had to go into a, in, in, into an office anyway. Oh, I've been in an office twice mm-hmm. when I got my license and mm-hmm. once when I had to redo my picture because it had yeah. been many, many years. years. <laughs> many, many years. I get it. Okay. The last time I went to the DMV, um, it was that same old thing where you show up and you stand in line forever and you wait for your number to be called and... You know, you you gotta you gotta wait through the line to even get into the building before you even get your number, and it's just a nightmare. And I really feel like there's you know there there's a certain section of the population that kind of holds this process up for the rest of us. And Illinois has figured out who that is. It's the old people. They've come up with it with now a, they call it the uh, the skip the line program, where they now have a separate DMV uh, for old people. It's just 70 and up. And I think this is brilliant because now we can get all of the confused, uh, you know, non-technological people like myself. We can get them off to another place and uh, maybe it'll help the lines flow a little freely for the more freely for the rest of us. How many times a day do they show cocoon? (laughs) I don't don't know. (laughs) I don't know if that's the uh, walk in movie or what. Uh, at this at this little experiment that they're doing, but they they say that in a month they were able to remove 165,000 customers out of the normal DMV offices by doing these senior centers basically for their DMV stuff. Plus, it's good for them because they don't have to stand in line for so long. They can have all of their needs attended to by people who are you know that they don't have with all these other hundreds of people to deal with. And they do all of the driver's tests there. And frankly, I would love to volunteer for that job. 
Can we just can can I volunteer for the job of testing all of the senior citizens to whether or not they can drive on the roads? Most of them won't even make it to the test. We can just I'll take this. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Thanks I for feel, coming. I feel well, like, your state ID will be right around the corner. Just pick that up. Thank you, dear. I I feel like that is a job that we should use as a punishment for people to do crimes. <laughs> My grandson works the DMV. I don't care. I don't care. I just, I want to be the one. Uh, Sergeant Skullcrusher said he lives in Illinois, and the DMV there is absolutely terrible. See? Yeah. Maybe Uh, this helps. I don't know. So my story is a real-life version of a movie. Dad, Nancy, it's bad. It's so bad. It's blood (laughs) everywhere. The bunk beds were a terrible idea. Why did you let us do that? Did somebody get crushed by a bunk? No, nope. oh. it's a real-life version of Step Brothers. This comes from Italy. A 75-year-old mother sued her two sons, 40 and 42, said they were parasites that were squatting in her home and wanted them evicted. Hell yeah. Said that despite them both being gamefully employed, they wouldn't even support her financially despite the fact she is separated from her husband and lives off her pension. So she took them to court and Judge Simona Katerby called out the sons and ruled they did not have the right to stay in the house despite it belonging to their mother. Mm -hmm. Apparently in Italian law, Italian parents are obligated to maintain or support their children as long as necessary. Well, apparently this judge doesn't think 40 is... uh, is is the the age you keep your liver spotted hands off my beautiful mother she's a saint <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i sat here and played old, i played yeah. stepbrothers lines all morning long did, and man. laughed at this aggressively that's it's, it's fantastic yeah okay I if you're I a 40 year old man you should not be living in your mother's basement. No. And, and you know why I know that? Because way too many of you are on Instagram and commenting on everything I say. <laughs> Italian society is way too nice. Don't if, get if this a is job. the case. If yeah, if this is the case where it's just, ah, we can't say anything because that's just tradition. That's what we do. We have to support them as long as necessary. Yeah, as long as necessary. It, that expires at Oh, I'm going to say 24 at the latest. Oh, B. Malik. He said, as an Italian, I can provide, provide truth to that. It's also the kid's job to support their parents, especially after they retire, mothers in particular. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but who's shocked? You know, two uh, 240-somethings that are still living at home with their mom. Of course, their moral well, the story, is out The of story whack. said they were both gamefully employed. Mm-hmm. I See, mean, that, at least they got jobs, I guess, but you're not giving it to mom? That, that you're not would, even paying rent? That that wouldn't work here because we got too many 20-somethings that work eight hours a week at Starbucks <laughs> waiting on their OnlyFans career to take off. Nobody wants to see you naked, I promise. Promise. And ain't nobody paying $9.99 for it. Mm-mm. Is that the end of your story? Yeah, I, yeah. All you got. I really That's just good. wanted a reason to play Step Brothers Live. Good for you. And I did. Good and it worked. Yeah. It was fun. All right. Uh, yesterday was another week in the NFL that gave us one of them head scratchers that you go, how in the world did that happen? Oink. 
uh, because and I, I guess maybe, maybe I could have gotten to, yes, the Chiefs are going to lose 24-9 to to the Denver Broncos. I guess if you took Patrick Mahomes hostage, right, that would be the only way I would think, yeah, you'd, you that, that could be the final score. No, nope, I would have still taken them 24-9 to beat the Broncos with Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Frankly, I would have taken them to beat the Broncos 24-9 if uh, Andy Reid had to play quarterback wearing that single-bar Rams helmet right. from when he was in the punt, pass, and kick. The NFL's drunk. It's drunk. Yep. The Riders are drunk. I don't know what that was. Denver Broncos dominating the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. Well, the 20. offense was still atrocious. Kansas City turned it over five times. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes had the flu, we were told, throughout the game. Did not look like himself. The no. pressure was getting on him. He was making mistakes. It was not good. Hey, Miko Hardman. That's, I'm glad you gave us a draft pick for that feller. Catches pass, immediately fumbles. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. That's, that is that is how that was always going. Uh, it was said in our little our, our little chat yesterday, oh, look, Russ is cooking. No, not really. No. He wasn't really cooking. Mm-mm. He had like 100 yards passing going into the late drive of the fourth quarter. If that's Russ cooking, he's making lima bean sorbet. Right. Ain't nobody want none of it. Right. They were just they weren't able to get them off the field when it mattered, right? Denver was able to just get little three yard runs from Javante Williams to extend drives, and they were able to cap them off with some touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, does this change anything about how you feel about the Kansas City Chiefs? No, it really doesn't. Me either. It doesn't. I said they were gonna get got in one of these games where they just. I almost think Kansas City needed to be shaken. Of okay, like you can't just keep sleepwalking through games. Mm-hmm. Five turnovers is a real good way to do that. Mm-hmm. To me, this is a burn the tape game, and you act like it didn't happen. Now, the more interesting part of this, Sean Payton has said the Broncos not shopping players for trade. <laughs> of course, a you ought to, because you're not very good. Uh, they're on a bye week this week. Tell me where the wins are at the Buffalo Bills. Not no, even a little bit. No. You play the Vikings after that. Maybe. That's a that's a Sunday night football game. <laughs> I have to poop that night. Mm. I promise you. I, I have to wash my hair. <laughs> uh, even if Sean Mannion's playing quarterback? Uh, I don't care if Sean McVay's playing quarterback. I'm out. The Cleveland Browns, no. No. At the Texans, no. At the Chargers, no. At the Lions, no. No. Patriots, there you go to Patriots. That's a win. At the Raiders, yeah. It could be a win. Definitely. And the Chargers again. (laughs) You're a high side, six and 11. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yay. Nothing has changed for me. All they did yesterday was let Kansas City beat themselves. That's it. That's it. You keep fumbling the ball in bad situations, and we'll keep taking it and going three yards in a cloud of dust because they don't trust Russell Wilson at all. He threw it 19 times yesterday. If it wasn't for the atrocity that happened in New York last night, We'd be talking way more about um 
so since when does Sean Payton run the ball this much? <laughs> since he doesn't have a quarterback that's worth a damn. Uh, no, it's it's it, it, this changed absolutely nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to win. Woo! This will be and good for you. A lot of people say they don't know the good times when they're happening. Well, I can tell you that this game was the game that we will use for the next handful of years of when something stupid happens in the NFL and people overreact to it. We'll go. Hey, you remember when the five and twelve Broncos beat the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. That didn't. Um, didn't do much for me no the kansas city chiefs do this every year you should be used to it by now kevin the prs said the answer is easy taylor swift wasn't there yeah they have to bring her to every game frankly so. that was the only part of the game that was a win is that i see tay tay and her bangs mm-hmm. no you had to hear about it though if you were listening to the broadcast which i know you don't do jeremy i did not but the rest of us if you were listening to it, you had to hear about it. Oh, Taylor's not there, and they're losing, and immediately started throwing up all the stats of what's they're like when she's in the stadium and what they're like when she's not in the stadium. Oh, my God. I hate it so much. I absolutely hate it so much. But the Kansas City Chiefs are a team that does this every year. Remember last year they lost to the Indianapolis Colts yep. as one of their losses. Almost lost to the Texans. Almost lost to the Texans, right. That was a that was a six-point game in overtime that they had to get the walk-off win. They do this a lot. They can't win them all, right? And they tend to lose games that just make absolutely no sense. Absolutely. And, and this could easily have been a sleepwalk game because I'm pretty sure they're departing for Frankfurt either today or tomorrow because mm-hmm. they play Miami. Mm-hmm. Of which... Oof. Germany, we gave you one really good game, and then we gave you a hot, steaming pile of garbage. What's the one after that? Uh, the Colts and the Patriots. Eey. Here, we gave you a regular season game, and then we gave you a game that will make you never want us to come back. <laughs> Ever. Ah, they'll still dig it. They don't know all the rules yet. I'm sure they're probably fine. Yeah. Uh, but that, yeah, that'll be fun next week. Kansas City and but Miami. Kansas City has two real litmus test games in a row because mm-hmm. you got the Dolphins this week, and this is a weird week. You're overseas; it, it disrupts the entire schedule. That needs to be a win. Then you have the bye week, and you come back and have Monday Night Football with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. If you come out of that one and one, you're fine. Because then you got Raiders, Packers. You got one with the Bills, Patriots, Raiders. Bengals Chargers but even if not even if you count even if you did go on a three-game losing streak here I'm not really all that worried about well the problem with the three-game losing streak is that probably takes you out of the one seed true because then you now you're staring 11-6 right 11-6 in the face and I don't see how Jacksonville doesn't do that or better Mm -hmm. so I to me it is kind of a big deal because if I'm Kansas City I want to play in my uh, I want to play in my house sure because everybody made a big deal about Tay-Tay. No, this had way more to do with them being on the road than it had anything to do with her. So, I, I do think this is a big deal. This is a big three-week stretch for the Chiefs. Now, I'm not panicking in any way, but you lose both of these next two, then that could be a cause for a little bit of concern. You absolutely could have problems with that. There's there's, there's no doubt about it. It is the sportsocracy. I did love the I, I did love that the Broncos played Taylor Swift music in the stadium after the oh, win. Oh, great. That's just, 
Shake it off. It's the only way you could have ended it. Oh, yeah. And you know why? Because the haters going to hate. Hate, 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 hate. That they are. And I'm just going to shake. And let's ride! <laughs> I got way too many messages from Bronco fans going, See, we're good. No, you're oh, not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Just because you can beat the Kansas City Chiefs once does not mean that you are good. Blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Indeed. Broke Indeed. watches right twice a day. Hey, just like I won the fantasy contest this week. Exactly. Right. That's, ex- that's the best metaphor he's Im- ever made. And immediately, at the same time, finished last in the other fantasy contest. Sometimes you win. What was it What was it was said in the chat yesterday? Sometimes you're the windshield. Sometimes you're the bug. You're in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Jeremy's Parlay of the Night will be up next. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. At Ingles, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. For Monday night football in the first hour, I gave you Detroit Lions minus the seven under the 47. Adding on to that, I'm going over 264 and a half passing yards for Jared Garf. He was not particularly good last week. This week, I feel like Ben Johnson is going to want to come out and show that this offense is still as dynamic as we all thought it was going into the Ravens game. So I'm going over 264 and a half for Jared Goff as well as over one and a half passing touchdowns for Jared Goff. On top of that, Jameer Gibbs to score two or more touchdowns. I think one of those touchdowns from Jared Goff is going to Jameer Gibbs. I saw a lot of that late against the Ravens, and I think they figured something out with how good this line is. If you get them out in space and use Jameer Gibbs' receiving ability, especially against a team that really struggles at linebacker, that is a path to great success. So two or more touchdowns for Jameer Gibbs. You put all those into a same-game parlay, put five on it just like I am, that's plus 7,000 and would pay out 355 U.S. doll hairs if I'm right. Take those wagers to betus.com. Use our promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get 125% deposit match on your initial investment and up to 30 risk-free bets so you can wager football with us all season long. 
The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. We are back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And we're heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Coming to you live from the Ingalls studio. You can see us live in the studio on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. Join us in the chat. It's an overreaction Monday. Hey, and uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram to, you know, maybe defend your boy, I I wouldn't be upset about that. Your boy? At me. Oh, yeah, you know, just every once in a while, just a kind word. <laughs> Social media is a fun place. Yes. Uh, yes and I indeed. need to really emphasize this because I had two separate people tell me this over the weekend. I don't care about any of the mean tweets. I could frankly care less. I find most of them funny. Mm-hmm. Tank sit, sits here and watches me respond to those. And I just do it with glee. He does. He does. Uh, you, you pay him way too much attention in my opinion, but well, here's it, the thing. it ups the interaction in the there show and that's what there I understand. That's, uh, here's what I learned. Uh, it took me three years to learn this with Instagram, but every time I comment back and they send back their five very angry ones, uh, another thousand people see it. That's so, right. Yeah. If, I'm glad you're doing it. Cause I don't have the stomach for that. If I have to, uh, if I have to sacrifice myself as tribute, then. <laughs> may the odds forever uh, be in my favor i'm not gonna hit the breaking news for this because we all know what's coming um they have made it officially official though now the uh achilles tendon is torn yes for kirk cousins, kirk cousins is done for 2023 so he is done for the year as was predicted he would be and yeah we'll see we'll see if minnesota does anything about it uh, i i can't imagine they do yeah they'll roll jaron hall and, and sean Mannion. A season's over. Yeah. I mean, that's it, it's very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But I mean, between Justin Jefferson and and the 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 deficit you already had in talent, this was a rebuild anyway. Mm-hmm. This just kind of forces you to steer in. What is that phrase you always say? Steer into the suck. Yeah, yeah, that's where you're at. Yeah. Is that now you don't have a choice, right? So that puts them right in position for Drake May for Caleb Williams uh, if they fall in love with another quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I would say there's a great chance you've probably seen Kirk Cousins in a Minnesota Viking uniform for the final time. Possibly so. Uh, Let's get into the daily draft here. Top of the third hour of the program on an overreaction Monday. It's always stock up, stock down. From the weekend, I have the first pick in today's daily draft. And my stock up, yep, I'm starting with a stock up because I don't know that anybody did themselves more favors did themselves more justice, however you want to phrase it this weekend, than Will Levis. Starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans from now on for the foreseeable future. He comes in and throws four touchdown passes in a win, and he looked really good doing it. He did. As I said, three of those touchdown passes ended up being three of the ten longest air yards touchdowns in the NFL so far this season. It's undeniable that he's got a talented arm. 
The question I always had about him was, you know, one, was he going to be able to take care of himself? Because I felt like he ran with a, a reckless abandon. He does have a little bit of crash bandicoot to uh, his he game. He does. He does. And uh, also the ball security issues. Wasn't necessarily throwing interceptions I was worried about. I was worried about that old Daniel Jones, Carson Wentzy, um, Josh Allen thing. Dropping the ball. Look, Will Levis has got a ton of talent. Uh, I, I thought he was fantastic. I saw a lot of the arm that I had seen at, at Kentucky, and and he looked good. Uh, I do have a little trivia question for you, though. Okay. Uh, he is the third player ever to throw four touchdown passes in their NFL debut. Can you name the other two? Ooh. I'll go. I'll give you a hint. Cam Newton? Nope. Mm. I'll give you a hint. Okay. One of them is a Hall of Famer, and one of them is not <laughs> uh nick Foles. no uh, all right i'll give you one more hit okay the hall of famer played for a team who just lost their quarterback yesterday the not hall of famer played for the same team as will levis fran tarkenton and former tennessee titan quarterback marcus mariota yes That's correct that is correct. Sometimes you're the windshield. <laughs> Sometimes you're the bug. Sometimes you're both at the same time. Hey, look, he was great. He was great, and uh, I feel I, I'm not gonna lie. As much crap as I took about Will Levis, I'm I really feel kind of vindicated, mm -hmm. as you should, because I screamed we it from the rooftops. Right? Yeah. He is a better NFL prospect than he is being made out to be. Yes. Uh, and also when he didn't win the job out or when they turned to Malik Willis first, that felt like a blow to the stock of Will Levis. It was just, it made me one ready. He well, was. I mean, the thing you got to say is a kid like Will Levis, you had to get him ready. He needed a full week of, I'm taking first team reps. And that's the other part of this. I think you really have to, he probably hasn't thrown a lot of reps with deandre hopkins no, and westbrook akina they said that during the game yesterday that he had only the work that week with those receivers that he had gotten virtually none throughout camp or anything and, and the thing that you got to understand is that that was a great debut nobody has any tape on him you knew he had the big arm mm-hmm and I would say Atlanta came in with a game plan that they thought they were going to run the ball, probably run it with Levis. They probably didn't think he was going to be airing the ball out like that. There will be speed bumps in this. But I saw enough in a game to go, that's the that's the right call for the rest of this year. Mm -hmm. You can't obviously make a determination on a guy in one game. But I saw enough to go, you that, that one appearance earned you the rest of this season. Yes. And if there is a taker for Ryan Tannehill, you should let them take him. And that team should be the New York Jets. Whether they will be or not, I don't know. <laughs> uh, my first stock up is another one that kind of vindicates me. Mm -hmm. The Cincinnati Bengals. Let's go. Best team in the NFL. Super Bowl. That was my Super Bowl pick coming in. Yep. Made me look real stupid for a few weeks. And, and we're back on track. We're out here doing stuff. Jamar Chase, best there is, best there was, best there will be. He's the Brett Hitman heart of the NFL. Joe Burrow, dog. 
All right, and I'm being a little hyperbolic, mm-hmm. but uh, Cincinnati showed what I said in the first hour was their good is just flat out better than anybody else's good. Their high side is the best team in the NFL. And now you've let them get on track. That that calf does not seem to be bothering Joe Burrow. He seems to be fine. The offensive line is coming together. The weapons are getting on track. You even got T. Higgins involved a little bit yesterday. The defense is better than people make them out to be. And Lou Anarumo is a dog. Somebody hire him, please. Like, I don't want him to leave Cincinnati. Not that I'm a Cincinnati fan. I just really like how much they love him. Somebody hire that man to be your head coach. Don't. I don't like hiring defensive head coaches. That man deserves his shot. No, he doesn't. I mean, he probably does. I, the problem is, I don't know that I want to see any defensive coach do this ever again. What, like, become a head coach? <laughs> right. Uh, it doesn't seem to work out very it well. It doesn't work out well usually. Right. But. Maybe is a different story, but I'd almost just rather be the greatest defensive coordinator of all time. No, I want him to get a shot. I want him to have a team. (laughs) I'm really curious what he would look like as a head coach. Yeah. And I think it would be phenomenal. I watch him on Mac. He's done McAfee's show a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And he's so engaging. He's so likable. And it's, you can tell, watching Cincinnati, you can tell something's something's clicked. Mm -hmm. And they're that big scary bear that's been hiding under the bed. Hey, you know, there'll be a uh, coaching opening down in Tampa this year, so... Maybe. No, they won't. Maybe. You're going to win too many games. No, we're not. Do it again with Todd Bowles. Uh, Do we play the Jets? No. Don't y'all knock, can't y'all knock our quarterback out of the game? You've already helped so many teams with that. Yeah. Why can't you help mine? We did uh, did allow the New York Giants yesterday to see, hey, our third string quarterback can't complete a pass. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, honestly, you had Tommy DeVito. If you didn't know that was coming, then you didn't know football. Hey, you know what it took? Uh, Aaron Rodgers cashing in one of his favors with the devil for us to win that game. We're going to talk about that a little later. Uh, my next one is a stock down. And, you know, I don't ever relish telling people that their teams are awful. Yeah, you do. Let me finish the statement. Chuckles. Except when it's the Oklahoma Sooners. Boomer Sooner. Nobody gives me more crap than Oklahoma fans. And I'm going to say now what I said to one of your most vocal fans. Enjoy your loss. You earned it. And you and your corpse of a coach enjoy the Camping World Bowl where you belong. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. I loved every second of that. Mm-hmm. Every second. That was my achy breaky, no mistakey of the week. I told you, even with a backup quarterback, Oklahoma is the most overrated team in college football, and it's not even close. And now we can put you in the pit of misery where you belong. We can stop talking about you in the playoff. The Big 12 is dead, and that's where it should be. Dead. D-E-D. Dead, dead, dead. Yep. It's the worst conference in major college football, and it's not close. Oh, I felt good. From the worst conference in college football to the best conference in college football, uh, I got to give a stock up to the Oregon Ducks. You should. Number eight team in the country went in against number 13 Utah. 
on the road against a tough defense, and you handled them. Do you remember what I said the score of this game was going to be? It was close. I don't remember what you said. It was 35 to 6. Was it? It was 35 to 6. Wow, good for you. Good for you. It was 35 to 6. I mean, look, even though they had the Winter Soldier playing quarterback, you (laughs) still beat the crap out of these guys. (laughs) The what? The Winter Soldier. Oh, Bucky Barnes. He was he was the quarterback for the Utah Utes this week. Bryson Barnes. Oh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I think they would have been in better shape with the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Probably so. Oregon <laughs> is the one team that is that that's hanging a loss right now mm-hmm. that I actually think has a legit chance to make the playoff. I would agree because you're going to get a shot. You're going to get a shot at Washington, and I'm going to say this as nicely as I can. Uh, USC is the only impediment between you and basically locking that up because virtually everybody else has two losses and you're going to do things to USC that should get a TV mature rating. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't let children see what you're going to do to USC because it could be described as pornographic in nature. (laughs) Wow. They will beat USC 70 to six. Mm Mm-hmm. You got Cal next, then USC, Arizona State, Oregon State. Three of, those another, are, three of those are no impediment because they can't score with you. Yeah, there, there's not another team on this schedule that is going to strike fear into the hearts of the Oregon Ducks. The only chance that you have is in the Pac-12 championship game getting revenge on Washington. You pull that off, and I'll, I'll be in your corner. I, As, I agree. For making it to the college football I agree. playoff. I, I agree. And I think that's all they have to do. Because you look at, I, I feel like Georgia and Florida State, which we're going to talk about that in a minute. I, I almost feel like they're, as long as you don't go full grumper, you're in. Mm-hmm. The winner of Michigan, Ohio State is in. Yes. The winner of the Pac-12 title game is in. Yes. Now, the bad thing is that means whoever loses the Big Ten, uh, loses Whoever loses that Big Ten showdown between Michigan and Ohio State, I don't really see a path that you get in. I can't keep watching Ohio State just sludge along and go, yeah, that's better than Oregon, because it's not. They're just not better than Oregon is. Mm -mm. Now, if they beat Michigan, now now we're into a whole new ball of wax of, uh uh-oh. Ruh-roh. What do you mean, uh uh-oh? What do we do now? Well, now we get now Ohio State's in and Michigan's out, mm-hmm. but it's still the same. Then Jim Harbaugh can take a very early trip to the NFL. Oh yeah, that'll. But Oregon's very very good. That'll be two seconds away. If Oregon's very very good. Yes. Uh, Washington seems to continuously be playing with teams that they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But I still think they're really good too. And the more and more you keep doing that, and the more and more you're going to open up the door, open up the belief to Oregon's. Oregon's got a shot here. I mean, they had a shot to beat you the first time around. I, I feel I like every you want to play them again. I feel like every other show in America's done this, so we might as well do it too. Yeah. Uh, give me your top five CFP rankings for tomorrow. Top five CFP. Poll comes rankings. out for the first time tomorrow. Okay. I'm almost a hundred percent sure how this is going to go. How I would rank it, or how I how think they will rank it. Rank it. Okay. No, we we do power rankings on Wednesday. We can yes. talk about how. I have a pretty good idea of how this is going to go. I believe that they will rank Ohio State one. I agree with you. Because of the strength of schedule. They have the two best wins mm-hmm. in college football right now. Um, I would probably say they'll do... 
strength of schedule. I think it's going to be close, but they'll go Florida State at two. Agreed. Georgia at three. Disagreed. Really? Yes. You there going to Washington at three? Yes. Okay. Um, I would say Washington at four, Michigan at five. Yep. But Michigan's definitely the odd man out because they still don't have a Mm -hmm. quality win. Yeah, and that's one of those that will be a cop-out. They'll put Michigan in that five spot just going, hey, you know what? When you beat Ohio State, you'll be the one. Mm-hmm. Or when you beat Penn State, uh, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll jump up a spot. Penn State's just not an impressive win at this point. They struggle with Indiana. They're still a top-10 team, though. That, that, but that's because we have to put 10 teams in the top 10. Mm-hmm. This is a year in college football. The top 10 should be six teams. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine, and 10 should be vacant. Because <laughs> everybody outside the top of that top six is just a different level of bad. I agree. I I agree with you. But still, I mean, it's it's going to look good when they beat Penn State. And But yeah, they'll they'll let it sort themselves out. But I believe Ohio State will start out as the number one. Let's not forget that the first... It's one the, of the states. It's the, either Ohio State or Florida State. Yeah. If the eye test goes into it, it's Florida State. If it doesn't, then it's Ohio State. Mm-hmm. The first one of these rankings we ever did. Do you remember who the number one team in the country was? Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Because they had to win over Alabama. Mm-hmm. And they, they had the best win in the country. Well, and you couldn't get away from it. The other thing that you... I'll go ahead and tell you, I think they'll have Florida State at one. And that's not me being a homer. That's mm-hmm. them protecting themselves. Mm-hmm because they know florida state has enough left on the schedule to kind of maintain themselves but not necessarily leap anybody so you put them in at one and you go you know what ohio state michigan you'll figure it out and whoever wins that's going to be in because then you'll go to the big 10 title game and win georgia we put you at three you're safe because there's no win that's going to knock you down you play three top 25 teams you'll hold your water Mm -hmm. and then the pac-12 champion will that's my belief maybe i'm going three-dimensional chess here but I think they, I think the committee has to protect themselves from backing themselves into a corner and putting Florida State any lower than one or two. You open up the possibility of, okay, so what happens when Oregon beats Washington and they both have one loss and one of them didn't win the conference, but a lot of people like them better than Florida State? What do we do now? Mm-hmm. If you put them too close, you could paint yourself in a corner that could be really bad. Right. Okay. We shall see the first college football playoff poll comes out tomorrow is that yes. right okay all right uh you're in the sportsocracy this is espn Asheville, 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 we'll continue with today's daily draft next the season we've all been waiting for is here no not that one the season of the big orange tent is underway in western north carolina the area's largest selection of halloween costumes decorations and accessories is at the big orange tent at the Asheville mall halloween express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes superheroes horror icons inflatable suits you can find it all under the big orange tent at the Asheville mall 10 to 8 monday through saturday 12 to 6 on sundays Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. 
The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville November 10th and 12th. Proudly sponsored by Ingalls Market. The Sportsocracy. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Stock up, stock down from the weekend. We're in the midst of the daily draft here in the Sportsocracy, and we have a super chat. I'm your huckleberry. Uh, It's from Soaring Eagle. He said, stock down the Broncos fans in his Broncos group chat on Instagram after listening to me talk about Caleb Williams. I'll, I'll give him credit. He, not only did he send it to me, he asked me for comment for them. Nice. And that is going above and beyond. And for that, I thank you. Indeed. So you're getting dragged. Uh, in the last two weeks, I think I've been drugged in probably 20 of the 32 NFL teams in some form of group chat. Mm-hmm. I do love that all of you send it to me because it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy of, hey, look, they're talking about you. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's the goal. That's, that's what we're after. <laughs> uh, daily draft, stock up, stock down from the weekend. I went Will Levis, stock up, four touchdowns in his debut with the Tennessee Titans yesterday. Jeremy goes stock up for the Cincinnati Bengals, who beat the San Francisco 49ers handily yesterday on their home Greatest turn. team of all time. They won't lose another game on the way to the Super Bowl. Hyper Bowl. Just kidding. Then we dipped into college football. Jeremy goes stock down for the Oklahoma Sooners. Rock, chalk, Jayhawk. Yep. And I uh, went stock up for the Oregon Ducks as they were able to uh, roll over the Utah Utes this and weekend. And the pick is on you again, sir. It is indeed. And I'll go a stock down here for old Brock Purdy. Old Brock ain't looking so purdy, is he? Yeah, no, I'm going to take the uh, other side of that uh, San Francisco-Cincinnati game, and it's just, you know, I never thought he was in the MVP discussion. I know that some had him in that. Uh, what was that, three, four weeks into the season, everybody was all high, and and it was just talking about how great he is, and, oh, he's the new Tom Brady and his uh, passing is perfect. And, and the now, last three weeks has gone completely off the rails. Yes, and now there are a large number of, number of people that have their Brock Purdy MVP betting slips in a bowl. Some jokester took a poop in it. Okay. <laughs> That's my favorite button we've ever had. <laughs> the turnovers are becoming a major problem for Brock Purdy, and uh, I will use a quote here pulled from NFL Network's Good Morning Football today where Kyle Brandt was talking about Brock Purdy, and he says, can we give a shout-out to the humans, to humanity, who are winning the war against the machines? Guys, that robot's broken. Yeah. Talking about Brock Purdy. Yeah. He says he's looking at he's looking at the surface on the sideline and he's trying to sink with it. Right now, the bot who I who I say believe I actually know is artificial intelligence. He's like that gateway computer in your mom's basement when you downloaded a lime wire on it and roller coaster tycoon, and now it's just sick. Uh Kazaa. Kyle Brandt, good but job. That's that is 
A plus analysis. That's a great takedown. Yeah, Brock. Uh, their teams are figuring you out, buddy. So Kyle, you're gonna have to have a a, a second act here, or you could be in trouble. Yeah, because your defense is not good enough to prop him up anymore. And the more you put on him, the worse he looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My next one's a stock up, and and it's a little self serving. It's mm-hmm. it's for my team, the Florida State Seminoles, and your team. The Georgia Bulldogs. Because I feel like with the goings-on of the weekend, now all you have to do is just keep winning. Yep. That's it. Yep. It's gonna you be You just keep beating bad teams. Georgia, you got a couple against teams that are I was gonna I say mean, Missouri is pretty good. I was gonna say it's been it's, I feel like it's gonna be much more difficult for me and my team to Yeah, because the best team we have left is uh either Miami, who just lost to Virginia florida who got boat raced by you or pittsburgh that just lost 543 to three against mm-hmm. notre dame mm-hmm. meanwhile over the uh over the next three weeks the bulldogs have to go missouri Ole miss and at tennessee all teams ranked inside the top 20 of the country so it's gonna be a little bit more harrowing for uh for the georgia bulldogs but i'm really you know just one game at a time, right? Uh, my next one's a stock down. Do you have the the taps? Do you have the taps over there? I do not have the taps uh, on. It's tap. unfortunate because I'm I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to say goodbye to the playoff chances of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, you are not good enough defensively to be this bad offensively. Uh, and I don't care if it's Kenny Pickett. I don't care if it's Mitch Trubisky. I don't care if it's Mason Rudolph. Frankly, they're all three the same guy. This week, you play the Titans on a short week. I don't love that matchup for you. It's it's in Heinz Field, which, or Akrashur. I don't know that this is good for you. Then you play the Packers. Then you go throw a browns Bengals. you got one at the colts you still got to play at the Bengals again at the seahawks at the ravens the match just doesn't math Mm -hmm. you're not good enough offensively you missed on kenny pickett all right he is a fine nfl quarterback he is a top 25 in this league quarterback the problem is that you have to be so good around him and you're just not yesterday was hard to watch i mean really hard to watch because you couldn't run the ball to save your lives. And then it just got to a point where you went, all right, we'll just stop trying. It's, you never, to me, looked like you belonged on the field with Jacksonville. And they came into your house after they had talked smoke about your your, your terrible towel, and then they just... Some jokester yep. took a poop in it. Okay. <laughs> I promise that's the last time I'm going to use that. That was actually what I mentally prepared myself to use it for and they wiped their keisters with it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's one thing to get beat. It's another to have somebody t- talk all that smoke and then come in and smoke you. And they did. Yep. My next stock down for the weekend. Fourth selection here in the daily draft. I'm really shocked that you haven't gone full homer yet. Here it comes. Oh, are we to that time? We're 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 to that time. Stock down. For the North Carolina Tar Heels. Hey, you did it again. Uh, uh-huh. Oops, I did uh-huh. it again. Uh, sometimes, 
sometimes in you a team played history. with my heart <laughs> and we lost the game oh baby baby sometimes there's a team that you just you just can't figure out and for some reason that team regardless of era regardless of scheme regardless of home or away the North Carolina Tar Heels cannot figure out Georgia Tech whatsoever. Nope. Georgia Tech has been a thorn in the side of the of the North Carolina football program for the better part of I'm going to say two decades. Um maybe a little longer. Going to Atlanta has been a fool's errand for North Carolina. They have lost now 11 out of the last 13 trips to Atlanta. Uh, and just to be sh- to, to be clear, uh, Georgia Tech hasn't really been good in any of those times. No, no, it's just for some reason you can't get up to play Georgia Tech. You either always overlook them, or they just have a scheme that's unusual. Like re- like in the triple option days, I understood it more. Right, it's the only time a year you see the triple option. It's weird. You have problems defending it. Okay, but this is now just get gotten to a comical level they gave up 635 yards exactly in a 46 to 42 loss to the georgia tech yellow jackets you allowed 22 points in the fourth quarter and you did it again dark helmet haynes king uh with the 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 miracle comeback Mm mm-hmm and now here you are north carolina tar heels you started out the season six and oh Hunky Dunky got all those high hopes for a championship or something, and pfft, the last two weeks, you have you hit your button. Some jokester took a poop in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Somebody has done pooed in the punch bowl now two weeks in a row, and why are we to believe that this is not going to end up the exact same way that last year did? When you rolled through the early part of the schedule, then lost four down the stretch. Because, I mean, sure, you got Campbell this week, and you'll be able to just steamroll them and feel a little bit better about yourselves. Duke may not be that much of a uh, of a, of a challenge if they're not going to have Riley Leonard in a couple of weeks when you play, but they very well could, and that'll well, be Well, they had him against different. Louisville, and that didn't really seem to matter. Right. Uh, I don't. You're not really as scared of Clemson anymore. Um, as you used to be, yeah. Clemson fans, uh, uh, I'm here for the fourth time this year asking, you see it my way yet? Yeah. NC state just pulled the win over them this past weekend. And that's who you end the season on. And then you're going to have to maybe go play Florida state in the championship. But I think at this point you even need help to have that happen. Don't you? Oh my. Um, uh, all right, we got to finish the daily oh, we draft. Got breaking we, news. we got breaking news. We got to finish the daily draft because right, we're running it. behind. Finish it. Uh, well, you still got one pick left. Oh, um, stock down for the Minnesota Vikings. You should have traded Kirk Cousins when you had the chance. It is it is unfortunate, but the good thing for Minnesota is that, you know, now you're going to be bad, mm-hmm. and so you're up there for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final one is a stock up, and it's for every team in the NFC South not named the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because I think every one of you is in better shape today than you were 72 hours ago. And now I'm looking at Tampa Bay going, you're going to get unveiled, and it's not going to be exactly how I thought it was. I thought there was a path Tampa Bay could win this division just by being the least awful. I'm not sure that they're not the third worst team in that league. 
or the th- yeah, I said that right. Mm-hmm. I would take Atlanta and I would take New Orleans, both. Okay, both of them. All right. Uh, and now we have breaking news. Who's gonna break the news? 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 This is a guy that we talked about in our trade segment of guys that could potentially be on the move, and he is Leonard Williams of the New York Giants is headed to the Seattle Seahawks. Whoa. That is a big old biggin. That it is. That is a big old biggin. I don't know what they're giving up. Trade compensation hasn't come out yet. Hmm. Um, I am I am wrapping my head around this of, well, that's a, that's a player. That had to be a first-round pick, wouldn't you think? No. Really? Not with how much he's making. Oh, okay. I would say you're probably in the – it could easily be a day two pick. And I'll let you know as soon as I okay. as soon as I find out what it is, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Significant draft pick compensation. There you go. I mean, I wouldn't let go of a guy like that without getting it getting a one or oh, at least is. a combination of picks that equal that. The New York Giants are getting back a 2024 second round pick and a 2025 fifth round pick. Okay, that's, that's a little lower than I would have expected, but nope, all right. that's that's in line. Yeah, that's in line with. They actually probably got a little more. His contract is really large. Yeah. Uh, but that that changes a lot of things for Seattle because that gives you an interior presence. I've always said Leonard Williams is one of the most underrated players in the league because he's just – he does all of the grunt work, doesn't necessarily put up the sacks. Mm-hmm. He had this problem when he was with the Jets, and then he continued to have it with the Giants. He is such a dynamic player, but you ju- he doesn't pop on stat sheets. He pops on film. I think this is an A-plus move by Pete Carroll. Obviously, the USC connection. This is, I'm sure, a guy that he has done a lot of his homework on. He was at USC not long after Pete left to go to Seattle. I mean, it was a few years, but he stayed close to the USC program. Mm -hmm. And this is a big deal. This is a big deal. I believed in Seattle in the first place. And this tells me Seattle is going, you know what? We got enough youngsters. Mm Mm-hmm. We've hit on a lot of these draft picks. We have drafted really well. And now we're going to go get a stud. Watching, and Leonard Williams is a stud. Mm-hmm. And 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 watching, you know, Boye Mafe make big plays yesterday was one of those that made me go, hey, I remember covering him in the draft and thinking how good he could be at one point. You put a guy like Leonard Williams in front of him, and and now you have a really legit, terrifying pass rush. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the stats got swayed on them at the beginning of the season because uh, they had that Giants game where they got 18 sacks in one game. But this legit puts you up in that, no doubt, elite category. He's one of the best pass-rushing defensive tackles in the league. Mm-hmm. And that was with the Giants, who really didn't have much around him that uh, you, you had to worry about all that much. The interior of that front is what really scares you. Mm-hmm. This is a hell of a move to, this is to, a great to move. vault Seattle to the top of that division to go, look, there's blood in the water right now with that San Francisco team, and we That's, got a chance. It's 100%. That was the first thing I thought when I saw this, is this is Seattle going, the window's open a year early. Yep. The window is open a year early. We can take this division. We think we're every bit as good as them, if not better. And you know, you you know, you know that that Super Bowl prediction of mine in the in the preseason, I had Bengals Seahawks. Doesn't look so stupid now, does it? No, 
Looks like you've taken a turn here after a few weeks. Maybe we're back. Maybe we can be back on that. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Big trade made in the NFL, and of course, with the deadline coming up tomorrow, we expect more deals to get done, and we will have all the details on them for you coming up. As they come down the pike, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, it'll be time for the most important message of the day. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa. Marissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pregaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat unleash the beast with bold familiar flavors zero caffeine and zero sugar number two running the option there's four to choose from white haze peach perfect scary berries and my personal favorite mean green and number three at six percent abv max protect always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over beast unleashed available at your local retailer Back of the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, and it's time for the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes. <laughs> Let's go to Michigan. 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 That's easy for me to say. Uh, Van Buren County, Michigan, where a man from a place called Cassopolis was pulled over the other night. He didn't, he was kind of confused when it happened. Well, I said the other night, I misspoke. It was actually the other afternoon. At 12.15 in the afternoon, he was he was pulled over. Well, there was a traffic stop, we'll say. And they blue-lighted him, and they walked up to the window, and they went, excuse me, sir, you can't park in the middle of a street. The guy, the guy was sitting in the middle of County Road 669 near Lawton, Michigan, just in the middle of the road. Guess what he had been doing, Jeremy? Drinking. Yeah, he'd been doing crimes. He oh, told he the officers. Crimes? He told the officers, I smoke too much weed, and I don't know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I got nervous, and so I just stopped. He stopped dead in the middle of this state road, and they were like, yeah, you can't do that. So, so, what did they do? They had to arrest the guy because he admitted doing crimes while he was behind the wheel of a vehicle. Well, they also went to search his old vehicle, and would you like to guess what they found? More crimes. More crimes, that's right. So, the guy was high. He got confused, was sitting in the mid, parked in the middle of the roadway. Oh, by the way, in the car, he had 
over an ounce of methamphetamine in his car. Oh. <laughs> Dude's got He's packing 35 grams of meth, and he's like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to smoke this right in the middle of the street. That is crimes. I mean, I could understand doing that in, I don't know, San Francisco. Oh, they yeah. probably wouldn't write you up for that. So they'd just, probably give you a key to the city. Hell there yeah. You go. There you go. You live on the front steps of the courthouse now. Yeah. Welcome to your new home. I feel like in backwoods Michigan you can get away with that. My story is about 68-year-old Carl Booth. He is a citizen holly hill florida okay and he is a badman he has been arrested a slew of times battery sexual battery altered driver's license he's on the sex offender registry and now he was living with a roommate she was it was a woman Mm -hmm. and apparently they got into a bit of a of an altercation she walked into the residence that they share he began yelling before he grabbed a toilet seat and hit her in the head with it twice. Oh, wow. According to court court documents, Booth told officers that the woman fell on the steps and injured her left side. Problem is, the injuries were on her right side. Mm. You gotta flip that. See, if it's it's on your left, it's her right. Because people face you the opposite way. Then officers found the toilet seat, which had been very very obviously physically removed, and found amounts of her blood and a piece of her hair. She told police that he was jealous because she would not be in a relationship with him. No, no offer coming for him to be the golden bachelor. Cause this feller, um, he ain't got no tifus. No. And that's, that's not good. He needs, needs some, some dental work and to not be such a bad man and not do crimes. Yes. Don't hit people with toilet seats. Yep. Nope. Don't do that. It's gross. Do not. It's gross do crime that's, that's where people do their that's where their people do their their sinful business you shouldn't do that yeah yeah uh yesterday if you watched any of one certain game you should have your mental state checked is it the one between the new york football giants and the new york football jets bingo that's the one 24 punts in that game just three shy of the nfl game record uh and it ended up coming down to zach wilson making two throws late in the game with like 20 seconds left to get you in field goal range you spotted the ball yourself uh it's <laughs> fine which shouldn't count but it did hey maybe, the ref touched maybe make it. your fatman official uh run a little faster the All ref right, did touch goo. it and you, I was shocked. I thought for sure that that was doomed. I didn't think there was any way that you were going to get that ball snapped and it was going to be just a Rob Salah fiasco on the sidelines. Well, but, it would have been on Al Lazard because, hey, catch the ball and then go down. That's the, <laughs> that's the play. But you were able to get the spike. One second left on the clock. Kick the game tie and field goal with Legatron. And then you got the game winner in overtime. That was a terrible game. Awful. Uh, let me let let me give you a few stati- statistical pieces of this here game. The New York Giants were six of fourteen throwing the ball for negative nine yards. That means the New York Football Giants had nine less yards than the people in this room did, and we didn't have any. So there's that. Uh, the offense was really listless. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, I don't, I think he was smoking crimes in the middle of a street with that dude in Florida. 
but the narrative of this game is not right. And I heard, I, I thought I was going to be the only one that said this today because mm-hmm. I went back and watched this entire game. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to hear anybody say what I was getting ready to say, and then Dan Orlovsky said it this morning. Zach Wilson was fine. Of all the things that you can uh, ob- ob- object to, mm-hmm. Zach Wilson wasn't it. Okay, He said they had four drops. It was actually five. And it was just a soggy, gross fest. The play call was inconsistent. I, I genuinely think Zach Wilson's fine. Is he great? No. He played fine. Mm-hmm. He played in a way that you could win a, a football game with him. Now, he did have a really poorly timed fumble, and then he had another really poorly timed fumble. It's wet. It's gross. You found a way to win. The defense is really, really good. The bigger litmus test is how you respond next week in the same stadium, West Coast team coming east against the L.A. Chargers, Mm -hmm. because that should be a win, and I have absolutely no faith that it will be. Good. I'm glad. Because you I shouldn't. Have you shouldn't have no any faith, faith that, that this be. team can win well, the offensive practically line is, any game. The offensive line is absolutely decimated. Mm-hmm. It is almost comical how bad that has gotten. Mm-hmm. Because now you've lost both centers. You lost, As a matter of fact, you lost all three guys that can physically play center because you've lost Connor McGovern. He dislocated his kneecap. Joe Tittman was out anyway. Wes Schweitzer came in to replace him, and then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. They were playing something called a Xavier Newman. I had never heard that name before yesterday, and it was a comedy of errors. The line is the undoing of the New York Jets. It's not Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. But, but, the schedule's not horrible. And defensively, you're so good that if you take yourself out of situations where you're beating yourself, you're going to be fine. Because you should beat the Chargers. I, like I said, I have no faith that you're going to, but you should. And you should go into the, to Vegas and beat the Raiders. That will put you 6-3 and three with dates left with the Falcons, the Texans, the Commanders, the Browns, and the New England Patriots. Those are five winnable games. The other two, or three, not so much. Mm-hmm. But you just have to stay on pace. Yeah. Win ugly. I, nobody cares. Okay? Nobody cares how you win. There is no explanation of your victories in the standings. Was that god-awful and ugly? Yes, it was. I was miserable by 4 o'clock yesterday. And then the fight in Brian Haynes just decided to – the New York Giants outjetted the New York Jets. Yeah. Which was confounding to watch. But Zach Wilson's not the problem. The, the problem is that you have got to be more consistent in the play call. You have got to figure out five guys that can be healthy enough to stand in front of him and keep somebody off of him. Kayvon mm-hmm. Thibodeau had three sacks yesterday. He could have had two more. The only thing is that Zach's so mobile, he ju- juked out of two of them. Yeah. That line is a problem. Was that a big uh, thing that came out of yesterday? Everybody blaming Zach for the loss? I it well, that's always the way it's going to go. Well, yeah, I mean, your quarterback's always going to get the blame for the most part, um, you know, and that's fine. I mean, if he's if he's throwing on target and it's just not working, you know, on time, and guys aren't holding on to the ball, fine. What what is the deal with the running game? Uh basically, it was so yesterday. It was raining at MetLife. It was gross. The ball was slick. Nobody could really seem to catch anything. So the mm-hmm. Giants just put seven or eight dudes in the box. And if you accidentally tried to drop back and pass, there was somebody on top of him. So 
it, it just it felt like there was no this should I said this should have been easy mm-hmm. watching the game it should have been easy you had a team that physically could not move the ball it was pitiful to watch the New York Giants try to move the ball on you Saquon Barkley ran thirty six times but you found a way mm-hmm. this team does find a way to win close games yeah. so I, I'm not I don't feel good. And if there's an offensive lineman out there anywhere, please, God, find somebody that's not going to get hurt the minute they jump on the field. Do you know how many linemen the Jets have played this year? No clue. Twelve. Wow. Twelve. That's a lot. Twelve. And now you got one coming back, that the only one that's been really good, he plays the same position. Never played right tackle in his life. I don't know what to do with that. Dwayne Brown had been horrible. Please, God, don't sit Mekhi Beckton down. You are the sportocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Uh, we got two of these. I'm your huckleberry. One of them's from Gage Camplin. He said, people forget the, the Eagles shut down the fins. I didn't forget that. Uh, and they didn't so much as shut them down as the pass rush absolutely annihilated that offensive line. Still, I'm still concerned about the, the secondary. He said, I'm not worried, though. Divisional game. Uh, the commanders always play the birds tough. Calling it now Ravens-Eagles Super Bowl. It's totally, you said two teams that are in my list of teams that can make mm-hmm. it to a Super Bowl. And I'm your huckleberry. Football Fossil, uh, one of our Canadian friends, 24 punts. Welcome to the CFL. I'm not sure. I'll be 100% honest with you. I think I would have rather watched the CFL game. I would have rather watched the Toronto Argonauts and um, the Rough Riders. That's a good Saskatchewan one. Rough Riders. That's a good one. Let's good go. Job. Let's go. Way I didn't go. even look that up. Way to go. It's not just American football. It's all football. Can't stop. Yes. Won't stop. Let's go. Monday night football tonight. The Detroit Lions deplete the Las Vegas Raiders. It's not. This won't be a palatable game to watch. No. Uh, To me, this is one of the easiest bets of the year. And I almost feel like Vegas is trying to bait you into into taking the Lions because that line has buoyed around seven and a half. I, I took Detroit at the seven. It's moved up to seven and a half during the course of the show. I don't know why I think this game's going to stay close for way longer than it should. I don't know how. Yeah. But every time I see that, almost invariably, that line ends at seven and a half, and the final score is like 27 20. Yeah. Which would put it right on the over under. So that would push, and the Raiders somehow find a way to cast this out. I'm sticking with the Lions. But just remember I said what I just said. Yeah, I don't care about the number. Uh, it's a Detroit minus whatever. Now go make your money on the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the sportsocracy. And this is ESPN Asheville back tomorrow with you at noon. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville November 10th and 12th. Proudly sponsored by Ingalls Markets. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. 
I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. 